Mr. Pop. Dark. When the little birds are nesting, and I listen to them too, there's two lonesome people in the whole wide world. That's me and the man in the moon. All right, well, why don't we why don't we kick it off, Dane? Sounds good. So, hello, everybody, and welcome to Miskatonic University Radio, a podcast exploring fantasy flight games, Arkham Horror, the card game. I'm Dane. I'm Dan. I'm Ben. And today, we want to welcome you one and all to episode 52. We are live at FarkhamCon 2020, about to begin a tournament where you, viewers, will be deciding which scenario will be nominated as the greatest scenario in Arkham Horror, the card game. Before we begin the bloody battle to the top, we wanted to thank all you guys who are here supporting FarkhamCon, hanging out with us here, and watching from YouTube in the future. This is technically a special episode, and I know that Ben, both ben and Dan didn't really want me to mention this because it might be a little superfluous, but it has actually been two years since we've been creating podcasts, and for for whatever reason, Syzygy's the stars align just right because it is also a period in Arkham Horror the Card Games history where there are exactly 52 scenarios. Uh, don't worry about the, the return to scenarios or the Brown Man scenarios. There are 52 scenarios uh, that were printed. So here we are on episode 52, sorting out which of the 52 scenarios released uh, is is will will go home as the champion uh, scenario. It's uh, it's also appropriate because the first episode of the podcast that we did back when it was just Dan and I, episode two, our first episode, was also <laughs> a rundown of our favorite scenarios at the time, which was or that was like mid Forgotten Age, so a lot of stuff hadn't been released yet. But it was uh, pretty Forgotten Age. We, yeah. we thought it would be fun to revisit this, and this time, instead of giving you our wonderful, perfect opinions, uh, bow to the wisdom of the crowds. So that's what we're gonna do. So while folks figure that out. Um, we are going to list off those that did not make the cut. Uh, I was hoping we could play some like tragic organ music here, but I don't. I don't think we got that. I don't think we got that uh, set up. I I said so. that we should uh, we should like hire a violinist to come stand in the background of one of our cameras and play sad music. But the gosh darn oh. COVID virus can't can't uh, do that. So that's that's the only reason why we didn't do that. You guys have a piano in your house. That's about the most this place piano. We could have <laughs> had her like play sad piano music in the background. Darn! Oh, she even she even knows how to play no- uh, Nocturne by is it Mozart? Debussy? No, Chopin. <laughs> Chopin. There we go. The sad one of the saddest. Oh well. All right. All right. So uh, I'm just going to list off the bottom twenty. These did not make it into our, our top thirty-two <laughs> bracket, uh, either because they had very few votes or no votes. Um, our seating for the poll, we asked people to give us our their top uh, ten favorites. So. All right, so uh, let's list over the bottom of the top. So devour below. Nobody likes it, I guess. No votes, right? <laughs> Zero. Indeed, I it is below. It had, it had no <laughs> votes, unfortunately. Um, yeah, it's kind of a whiff at the end of the the core set where the first two are so are pretty strong, but it's all right. And then turn back time. I don't know if people just don't like it or uh, people haven't been able to get to it because it's don't uh, even know it exists. Yeah, it's a it's not a scenario that's easy to access, but. Yeah, that's fine. And then uh, Disappearance of the Twilight Estate. Uh, it's the prologue to TCU. It's fine. I don't know. 
Um, so yeah, uh, Heart of the Elders. This is definitely one of my least favorites. I think. Really shocked uh, that people don't enjoy Heart of the Elders. What's not to yeah. like? Uh, I mean, I guess oh, yeah, yeah, technically, exactly. technically it's even two scenarios with the same name. It Shh. is. Shh. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up right now. <laughs> Big Daddy Rod, welcome to the stream. Glad you can join. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's rough. I think Return to Forgotten Age is coming out soon, so hopefully maybe they'll, maybe they'll make it a little bit maybe better. Th- maybe uh, they'll make it three scenarios instead of two. <laughs> oh no <laughs> that's that's what i'm hoping for uh all right uh point of no return i, I don't know why this is on the bottom maybe people haven't they haven't played it as much yet point uh, of not many votes. i actually quite enjoyed it i mean yeah it, it's cool he it has, it has it's kind of long because it's got like three distinct like separate parts where you're like hanging out with gugs and then exploring the spooky underground and then like in a sea of pitch and the spiders everywhere but i, I feel like all uh, the dreamland scenarios should be like in the top two-thirds just on the basis of the art alone kind of but this is like the bottom of them yeah super cool uh, you got those sludge then, spiders and things yeah and then uh dane cover your ears because uh next next in the bottom 20 is the gathering <laughs> no! nobody, uh, nobody <laughs> it's a fine tutorial that's about all there is to say about it yeah it, it's no reasonable person's favorite scenario I yeah like that would <laughs> Uh, but and then uh, Shared Aeons, uh topped off the Forgotten Age. You know, it's fine. That I, I think know. was surprising to me. I I have I liked, I, I liked Shattered Aeons. I thought it was cool. Shared Aeon gives me like a little bit of a twitch every time because uh, it was a D and D campaign I ran for a while where we had a character named Aeon who was uh, very chaotic and crazy and was kind of a. <laughs> uh, uh, a blight upon the rest of the party. I enjoyed him, but uh, I think my friends, whenever we played this, were like, oh, Aeon! But it's fine. <laughs> uh, Alright, then uh, Union and Disillusion. Uh, I think it's... We, I don't hate it, but I think it's like the only uninteresting TCU scenario. Like, all the others are like cool and have a hook, and this one is just like, yeah, you gotta light some braziers, basically. Yeah, it has, has Any, the circle Anything mechanic. that involves the, uh, the, the stalker... What, what is the name? The hunter? The... The Watcher? Well, the yeah, The Watcher. Anything that involves oh, yeah. that thing just escalates to a point where, where I just don't <laughs> I don't want to deal I, with the scenario anymore. I think the ending of it at the Geist Trap is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, the, That is true, yeah. But it's it's the not end, that much fun to play. The story is cool and like how it how it splits based on how you did with all the other scenarios, but the scenario itself is like One fine. of the rare tests yeah. that Calvin succeeds on if he has one health and one sanity. Oh, yeah, that's right. There are a lot of birds on that island. So oh, yeah. There's a point of head chat. Uh, oh, by the way, right. do you guys... So just a couple of days ago, I passed the all four stats brazier test with three aces in that dumb Manny deck. Like, we, <laughs> oh, my we, God. We only needed to do it because the first time the guy trying to do it drew tentacles, and I was like, ah, it's fine. I'll just do it. I can do everything. Like, <laughs> you could enter Arkham <laughs> Retirement right now. Yeah, basically. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, where Duma ra- wait? Where Duma waits? Did not make the cut. Uh, you want to know where Duma waits? Forty fourth place. It's going to be waiting there forever. <laughs> All right, and then uh, at Death's doorstep. What is that? is that? That's the first TCU scenario, right? Or is it the it's second the one? second one. It's the second one. Yeah. So, Other so, than the prologue, so yeah. meaning is that the one where you go back to the mansion, like the yeah. right in the prologue? Yep. And like I, the first part is kind of dependent on how you did in the prologue, but. I sort of like that one, like but it, the guys it's out. not particularly memorable. It's just kind of a fine scenario, I guess. I mean, the first part's like a race to like try to get all the clues so you can get like the good endings oh, yeah. for the, the friends. And it's but weirdly it's like, really hard in four-player because if you just draw a couple of monsters, you like immediately advance on like turn two. And you know <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because the monsters yeah. are ancient evils. Yeah, yeah exactly. So it's like it's like pretty tough to like get all the clues. 
Yeah. But I, I thought that part's cool, but but the second part I think maybe drags a little bit. Uh, yeah. And it's a little a little confusing maybe to figure out if you have to save the people or not. But yeah, fair enough. Uh, all right. So next is Beyond the Gates of Sleep. It's the first TCU scenario. Uh, I think Dan likes this a lot, right? I voted. I voted for this one. I'm kind of bummed out it's this far down. I just think it's a really cool, surprised. fun intro to Dreamlands, and I like the no encounter deck thing. It's like a weird, like holy shit kind of a thing. That's very different. But uh, yeah, it's very, exactly. it's very lackadaisical. But I can yeah. see why people may don't like it because maybe it's they want more excitement for. Yeah, I mean it's scenario. it's you know I I like it, but it's it's fine. It's fine. That doesn't make it. Yeah, uh, Labyrinths of Lunacy. This is actually interestingly high. That should be lower. <laughs> that who really I, raise? Who really <laughs> actually wants to? If I offered you like, hey, do you want to play Labyrinths right now? Who would say like, oh yeah, let's do it? <laughs> hey, like, hey, I just played it and had a lot of fun. It's yeah, definitely yeah, a cool concept, yeah. but I feel like the gimmick wears off pretty quick. I played it yeah. a couple times with different groups. It's definitely. I think it's fun the first time you do it, but I don't know. And I've never played it actually on like a solo mode campaign. My my uh, real complaint with it is that you can't like inject it in the middle of your scenario like you can with you know uh, Carnival or like Rougarou. It's just like it it tells you you cannot do that. And I'm a huge campaign player. I I just love building decks and upgrading them and things. So yeah, that is a bit of a yeah. bummer. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So next, uh, Witching Hour also did not make the cut. That's the first TCU scenario. That one's yeah. very brutal, yes. a multiplayer, because we always like to specialize. <laughs> and, and but then it's a sad time. Then, it the that makes it, that makes it fun, though. And also, yeah. you, your Seeker can probably just, like, get eight clues in one turn, and then you immediately advance when that happens. But, uh, uh, <laughs> maybe. Uh, yeah. But it's, I don't know, it's fine. Uh, the Night Usurper, yeah. that is the second Egypt scenario. Yeah. Right? Uh, I, lo- I can't remember which yep, one's which. With, um, the dark spooky tall guy. From I, from another dimension. I like both of the Egypt scenarios. I really have a hard time remembering which is which. They're both like fun but very long is my main recollection of them. Yeah, the first one's yeah. very long. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean they're cool. And then uh Untamed Wilds. This is very high up. This uh, should be number fifty two. This is the worst <laughs> scenario in the game. Any anyone who voted for this, what's wrong with you? What what was your childhood like? That's what I want to know. TFA supporters. <laughs> You let, can us, support, uh, let us know. You can support TFA without how thinking you feel the untamed, the untamed wilds, wilds does okay. versus devour below. <laughs> I mean, some people like the the challenge of it. I don't know. It's okay. They like, it's, they it's like really, the challenge really of getting brutal. arrows in the trees like six times. What a, <laughs> what a fun re- challenge! I, I especially like it when it gains surge. Oh yeah, it's really really good. <laughs> it it sets the stage <laughs> yeah. for like how brutal uh, the Forgotten Age will be. I I think when you're doing a replay is where you know the scenario more. It might be more interesting, but blind it's rough it's very rough the the point of it is to saddle you with as much trauma as possible so that you feel like you're really in a miserable jungle it's not to be a fun scenario and it isn't a fun scenario but whatever i'm, I'm, uh, I'm, be, I'm being a jerk but come on come on yeah all right so untamed uh or, sorry undimensioned unseen is next um yeah i agree with chat i think it is a little bit better than the elders <laughs> yeah um, I, uh, what, untamed that. wilds that is. i would i would agree with that uh Legrac. maybe maybe i don't know yeah, um, yeah. Uh, what was I doing? So, un- undimensioned, unseen. So, this is the this is like the pandemic scenario, right? Or is the one before? No, that? this is this is no. waylay. This is the Dunwich one. Yeah, where this you is have the, the Dunwich big, one with the big spooky, spooky monsters. invisible monsters. Oh, yeah, I'm completely forgetting. Completely yeah. wrong. Yeah, and you have <laughs> yep. and and if you're playing rogue or uh, or survivor, you have to like waylay or die. <laughs> yeah it's or uh, anybody with low will i should say i i think this one's kind of unfairly disliked i think it's kind of cool but i think that is very dependent on whether you have people in your group that can actually pass big will tests pretty reliably and it, I, yeah. I understand it can just be an absolute nightmare if you don't so i i get it 
I mean, I also think it bogs if you if you did well in the scenario beforehand. So there's like four or five uh, abominations. It's like kind of slow. I think. Yeah, uh, you can also just like clear just, out a few of them yeah, and then you leave. Get, like you don't have to do all of them. Uh, but sometimes you, you just get rid of one, and then you're just sitting data. there. Yeah, because there's not enough ways so. for them to spawn. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That is, and then, that is true. Uh, uh, Curse of the Rugru. So we have next. I mean, I, I like Curse of the Rugru, but it's probably not. It's not like a top ten for me. The so. theme is cool. It just it feels like kind of a slog when you're playing it. But it's I mean, it, there's some neat stuff about it. Yeah, I mean, it was the first standalone. It was like the premier uh, Arkham Knight standalone, right? Yeah, it came out like before the game, effectively, yeah. right? Kind of. Uh, yeah, or like, or like really close to when it came out. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I like uh, I do like the theme. I, I like this the standalones when they like take us to a different part of the world that maybe they're not going to do a whole campaign about. Uh, you know, so it's yeah, I like the Bayou like part of the cool. lore. Yeah. I I will happily pretend that I like this more than I do if it means that they'll make standalones more often. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, Barkham's coming, Dan. Um, all right, and then uh, Mistock Museum. Uh, this is Dunwich, the one where there's like one enemy the whole time. So uh, so Shagoth Joe in the chat said that uh, they quite like Miskatonic Museum. It's very atmospheric. I think that's true. Like, it is a really cool... It was a very early scenario to be released, and it feels very, like, horror movie X-Files episode-ish. Like, that part of it is really yeah. cool. It just... It's sort of boring to play if you're a Guardian, I guess. It was, it was kind of reminiscent of Alien, right? Like, you have this one thing in the ship, and you're yeah. all kind of wandering around these spooky corridors, trying to figure out what's going on in this museum... And uh, there, there are these yeah. other little NPCs that are involved that are dying sometimes or, or you know, not dying. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. All right. I'll take uh, it. I'll take it for the Android Netrunner reference. And I see I see the poll for the least straight the which scenario is going to miss the cut here is going to is very close right now. So definitely vote if you're still thinking about it. Uh, the last one that is not getting in is the Wages of Sin. Totally uh, crazy. I, yeah, I like Wages of Sin. I think it's a fun was, challenge. Wages uh, of Sin is great. This is like one of the best, like push your luck. Like, how many of the things can you get scenarios? Like, I yeah, I think it it might just be like it seems way too hard because the expectation is that you're probably only going to get like one of them if you go into it not really knowing how it works, and then people feel like, oh, we only got one, one out of four. It was way too hard. You know, is it like that? Is that the reason maybe I, people don't like it? I think you might feel like you failed if you got like one or two, but really like you're you're set back next like for the next scenario it's just extremely hard to get all four of the heretics yeah but that's yeah. that's kind of the reason why i like it it's it's kind of the same reason why i like some of the uh tfa uh scenarios more than someone might normally because of the fact that it's hard and it challenges you in a different way yeah i definitely think it's neat i like the challenge it there maybe maybe it's a little bit too luck based because sometimes you really need like the the ghost to be on the a good spot to be able to get rid of it right away if you get a setup where it's like, oh, I have to run each one across the board, it can be really rough. But the the yeah. spectral version thing is also really cool. Like it's yeah, it's oh, annoying. Yeah. If if you're playing like on online, it's hard to remember like that you can't draw from the regular deck and you have to draw from the special deck. But I think it's really neat how at least in the first section of it, you have this additional choice of like, oh, do we flip this location this turn? And it's like, I need to flip it to get clues, but then if I don't move off, I have to draw a worse encounter card. Like you get interesting choices to make because of that. Yeah, I wish I wish there was a little bit more time where you had that choice because like mm. it's just the first agenda, right? And then yeah, it forces it to. That's sexual. true. It does it does flip fairly early, but yeah. Um, but it's neat. All right, so it looks like we have closed the poll. Uh, so we have people voting for the least favorite of the of the four that were tied for like thirtieth place. Uh, it looks like the secret <laughs> name did not make the cut. 
uh, rounds out our bottom 20. People just uh, really, people aren't interested in seeing that horrifying art of Brown Jenkin again. And you know what? I'm 100% there. Like, yeah. <laughs> Let's... I like... I like the secret name. The beginning is like you're in like a spooky haunted house, although I don't, I'm, that's not played up too much. But uh, I like it mostly because of the horrifying art when we first drew it. It has a very vivid memory of <laughs> oh yeah, first yeah. The, the, I like the, I I like the weird like time car- stuff car- where you like find a room in the house that's like back in your childhood or something. That stuff is cool. Oh, it was like the Salem, like circa the... 1749 or something. Yeah, and, well, like and it has like a like one of the locations is like a location you end up in like later in the campaign or something too school but pseudo in chat says it's long it's repetitive it's almost impossible true solo that's that's one thing that because we don't play solo that much that is like we might not know about but yeah i could see how secret name might be really difficult yeah that's that's pretty fair you need to get a lot of clues and you need to like also uh discover the locations and a lot of them have like hindrances on them so i I could see that yeah um all right so i think we got harrison working on putting up the bracket for the top 20 or top yeah. 32. Um, so we so, seeded this sports style. I don't actually know how sports works, but I'm pretty sure it puts like the highest seed versus the lowest seed and ticks it yeah. down from there. Yeah. So we, we did all of that to cut it down to the top 32 scenarios, according to people's votes in the original poll. And those have now been seeded as Ben said. So from now on, it's just a straight up single elimination head to head tournament, starting with 32 scenarios and we're, what we're going to do is, uh, for each matchup, we're going to show a poll, just like we did for this initial poll, with those two options. And we're going to give people, how much did we decide? Like 90 seconds or two minutes or whatever you want to do? I think 90 seconds for at least the first round, and maybe we'll give a little more time. That sounds good. So you'll have 90 seconds to vote. While you guys are voting, we'll kind of like weigh in and give our thoughts, but you guys make the actual decision. Uh, and then once we once we know uh, which scenario wins, then we'll mark it on the bracket and we'll move on to the next one. And we didn't really talk about what we do if there were ties. I, we're hoping that there just won't be ties. If there are, <laughs> we'll probably just like try to get some random person to weigh in, or we'll like flip a coin, or we'll, we'll do something stupid. So, uh, yeah, we definitely sh- we definitely should have planned that out. Yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure it'll be fine. What what are the odds that I'll, yeah, break, the, I'll it, break the tie? It it probably won't. So. <laughs> yeah, we we can make Harrison break the tie or something. Harrison yeah. Harrison and, can break the tie. Yeah, that works. And if yeah. if you, if you uh, want to follow along and see the full bracket cuz you probably can't see the whole thing at once on the stream, the link to the bracket is in the stream description so you can check that out. Okay. All right. Uh, is that, so we ha- was that 90 seconds? Yeah, let's do 90 seconds for the first round. Um, All right. So Andromeda Dust asks, any betting on a winning bracket? Uh, No, that is a great idea that we should have thought of. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Just pretend pretend that you bet on it, and then when the results came in, pretend that that was what you picked and that you won. And that way everyone gets to be happy. Yeah, I know some of the other streamers are doing, like, contests during their streams, but... uh... This this is fine. You you can predict. We'll we'll like our number one seed is uh, Murder at the Excelsior Hotel uh, versus Echoes of the Past, which is our our thirty two thirty second seed. Um, so, do we have the poll up, Harrison? Are we ready to go? All right. So yeah. So Murder at the Excelsior Hotel. Um, this is a standalone scenario that um, Nick uh, yeah Nick from the Mythos Busters worked on with Matt. Uh, he did. I I want to I want to just say really quick. It's a good scenario. 
Num- number one, really, Every, really, you think you think Nick's going to think you're cool if you pick a scenario? Everybody, is that is that what this <laughs> I, is about? I think, I think it's a really dynamic scenario. Honestly, I like I I could definitely see just it hands down being like the most modular, versatile scenario for like the rest of the the history of the game. You know what I mean? Just because it, it was literally made to do that. So I think that in very, that in that regard, you're basically never playing the same scenario twice. I I oh. like it a lot. I think it's one of the best standalones. I I do think it's really really good. I just thought it was funny that it got number one. But and also Echoes of the Past, I think is pretty bad. So I'm this is for me at least this is an easy pick. <laughs> yeah, I mean Echoes of the Past. Uh, I think like you either like snowballs really quickly and you lose. Yeah. Uh, or it's like you're under you have it under control the whole time and it's like exactly that's well is it what about like in, in solo though i mean you start off with fewer of those dudes out but like they're so far away they're aloof is it like really really hard in solo or two player um, i i've heard yeah. that it's really really difficult in in solo because because of the fact that you have to like keep running up and down stairs it's only, like stair simulator only like I a think... few seconds left uh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh man, is is that no one voted for? I almost voted for it just to be perverse, but I was afraid that the Mythos Busters would be mad at me, so I didn't do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it looks like everybody voted for murder. I mean, yeah, that sounds. Hey, that was really there surprised. we go. Uh, Echoes of the a decisive past, victory. So were there, the chance, were, there really. were there only twelve votes though? Because we have like thirty five viewers. Is anybody having trouble getting? Oh wait, the, the uh, another working? vote came in at the last second. One person voted for Echoes of the Past. Hey, <laughs> congratulations! <laughs> Points on the board. Oh yeah, and and pseudonym mentions in chat that they didn't vote because they haven't played Excelsior. That's yeah. If you haven't played either one and you don't want to vote, that's totally fair. I mean, I think that the American tradition is to just immediately form a strong opinion anyway, and then defend it to the death <laughs> and, and vote anyway. But if you don't want to, not everyone's from the United States, so it's totally fine if if uh, if you don't want to do that. You got right. you got some wonderful scenarios ahead of you in just the murder at the Excelsior Hotel, uh, pseudonym. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. and Big Big Daddy Rod says can't vote because I'm new to the game and have only played through to Dun uh, only uh, played only to through Dunwich. Again, you've got you've got some really good stuff ahead of you. Uh, so oh yeah, have, have a good time. Yeah, it's good stuff. Just just right. consider this a way to 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 get your expectations set and be excited for the scenarios that are going to be coming. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, so next uh, next matchup is the Blob that ate everything versus Dim Carcosa um oh man so so the blob that ate everything was a standalone scenario from last uh last arkham knights um as well as gen con right uh and this was like a massive multiplayer scenario where uh many groups team up to fight one giant enemy the blob uh while while it's trying to eat everything which is great i I like this scenario a lot i think i voted this uh, we submitted our votes too i think i voted this for top 10 um, I I like Blob a lot, but I feel like I'm always gonna pick something that's like less gimmicky over something that's a little more gimmicky, even if it's like a really good gimmick. So I, I picked Tim Carcosa. I think that's one of the best endings of a campaign that we've had. Yeah, I would agree. It's one of the strongest oh, ones. It's even better in Return to, although we're not a uh, not factoring the Return Twos. Those, as I said, those are alternate alternate universe uh, scenarios. Blob uh, Blob just came out formally like a couple weeks ago or something, right? Like it seems good. That's we, it's true. We ended I, up well, getting copies of it at like Gen Con and Arkham, but Arkham Knights. But like, I think it was actually just hit stores to the extent that those still exist, yeah. like very recently. Although I think <laughs> um, there's at least one, if not multiple, Blob events being run uh, for Arkham Con. So if you haven't had a chance to play, you know, see if I would look into those events too. Um, 
Because playing yeah, it with a Blob big, big large group it. is definitely very fun. It's absolutely worth doing. It's, I haven't it's played certainly it with, my um, pick here. Yeah, uh, we got ten seconds left. A little by the time it says on the as, stream, as, I mean, like two seconds. In, in as much <laughs> Arkham Horror, the card game is like a game like no other that you could play in respect to other board games and card games. Blob is that for Arkham. Like you just yeah. won't get any any anything like it in the scope of Arkham Horror, the card game. It's so much fun to do with a whole bunch of people. Yeah, I haven't. I actually haven't played it with just one group. Um, so I don't know how it scales because I've just done it at like the groups that you guys have organized. Um, mm. But I don't know. I, it's I feel it's like actually going to be, be here at FarkumCon. There are going to be some blobs at FarkumCon, so so yeah, viewers, go check it out. I don't know. Pseudonym. I, I don't if know you if haven't you're... played it yet, go check it out. Yeah, I don't know if they're using. Uh, I don't know if you need to have your own copy or if they're using digital tools to, to help facilitate it. But I know there's definitely something <laughs> happening, so I would definitely look into doing it. Um, all right, so why don't we? So our winner for that is the Blobly Everything. Mm-hmm. Um, next bracket is uh, Depths of Yoth versus Before the Black Throne. Mm. Um, so Depths of Yoth uh, looks like the seated pretty high. This is definitely one of one of the scenarios I like mo- the most out of the Forgotten Age. Um, so when you're like you're trying to go deeper and deeper into the spooky snake people uh, tunnels. Oh yeah, Depths of Yoth made my top ten. I I loved being pursued by by spooky snakes in in like basically snake hell. <laughs> yeah, all of Forgotten Age is well, snake hell. I don't, I don't think it's snake hell. I think it's there's, <laughs> isn't it the city they live in, or is that? Uh, it, well, Malus- okay, for, okay. I, I guess that's a biased human. <laughs> like that, yeah, way to, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know if they dislike hanging what, out. There, what, what you're but... saying that just because you can't fit through a city that's mostly made out of like tubes and has like mice to eat all over the place, <laughs> that like, you know, that that's that's automatically hell just because it's designed by and for snakes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, really, really cool, Dane. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, Depths no. of Yoth is um, it's pretty cool. It's also one has the most interesting standalone like alternate because it has like a you can like keep on going if you do it in a standalone mode, which is pretty cool. I know there's been some contests for that. I don't know if there's one, any of those going on at uh, Farcom, but they've done them at Arcanites before. Like how low you can how low oh, can yeah. you go. Uh, meanwhile, the before the Black Throne, that's the fin- finale to the Circle Undone. Um, that's when we're in space of, and there's the spaghetti yeah. monsters. I like the oh, spaghetti yeah. monsters. I like the theme of being in space. I dislike the empty space mechanic because, uh, <laughs> I, it's something I had to argue. We argued about in the rules, <laughs> in various rules forms for a while. Um, I they clarified I, it sort of, but <laughs> I picked before the black throne because I'm voting against every forgotten age scenario on principle. Uh, wow. D- depths of <laughs> I, depths of Yoth is pretty good, but it's, it's like, eh, it's fine. I, 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 I like I, it over, but, I, I, honestly, had, I like these about the same amount. I think they're both good. I mean, before the Black Throne has a lot of randomness to it that can really bog you down, and I I think it's one that's in, in solo because of the randomness. Like the later phases, there's like you have to try to find the right location, and there's a lot of options. Yeah, and if you pick the wrong one, you might not have enough time. You can kind of you can kind of say that about like most of these scenarios, though. Like, oh, in solo, it's like uh, really spiky, uh, right? But, I mean, it, the, it's the scenarios that have a lot of movement 
that I think most are very spiky for solo or like require like a static number of actions. I don't know. Yeah. Someone I don't play as much solo. That's my understanding. Oh, before so the Black Throne is also corrected. is also the most that rated M for mature Avenge Sevenfold. Oh uh, yeah, like uh, black <laughs> oh, metal yeah. of the scenarios, right? Because yeah. I was about to say that. Suicide. Yeah, yeah. There is some intense. Oh yeah. Uh, I feel I feel even better about voting for it now. Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right um so depths of yoth did win uh pretty decisive yeah. hooray so, have <laughs> we have we had an upset yet have, has the highest seated one won every match so no far? not not yet uh we'll see though uh up next is uh in the clutches of chaos versus carnival of horrors oh very very easy pick very easy pick go ahead ben yeah <laughs> so uh in the clutches <laughs> of chaos this is the pandemic scenario in <laughs> the circle of done where there's like breaches opening up and if you don't uh control them they'll uh they'll multiply and cascade across the board and then you'll lose and this one has like two slightly different versions based on like what decisions you made throughout the campaign which i always kind of like those scenarios where it's like oh in the second playthrough if we make these decisions we'll have different enemies to deal with or it just changes going on it just changes the two locations on the opposite ends though right uh uh yeah for that i mean it also changes enemies and stuff but oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it's cool. I, I think it's like a f- fun strategic one, um, but it's up against Carnival oh, yeah. of Horrors, which uh, definitely competes for top standalone scenario or top scenario in general. Uh, I mean, me, when we least. first did our favorite campaigns, Dan and I voted that one. Like, was it our? It was our second place, right? It was. I think it was Dan's like... first place. It was your second, I think, because you voted the Gathering as your first date. <laughs> Oh, that's right. That's right. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me <laughs> no, this, about my own this, priorities. This this, <laughs> this one, this one actually is really hard because I actually love Clutches of Chaos. I think it's like mechanically one of the best scenarios they've made. And against anything else, I'd probably pick it. But Carnival is just like too awesome. I have to vote for Carnival. Yeah, I like Carnival a lot. The theme is fun. It has like a weird, cool map mechanic. Um, but I'm, I'm very, I'm very disappointed to see Clutches of Chaos exit this early, which it looks like it will because it is really, really, really fun. Yeah, Chaos I, Manifest I like is also one of the cooler cards. Chaos oh, Manifest. Yeah. I mean, I always like cards that like I can do a, in a goofy, deep voice and make it sound cool. So, <laughs> Chaos Manifest is definitely one of them. So, all right, well, yeah, Carnival won this round. Uh, not too surprising there. Uh, next round <laughs> is the Last King versus Dark Side of the Moon. Mm. Um, uh, both. I like Ooh. both of these. I like Dark Side of the Moon mostly because the names are all fun to say, especially if I add extra O's to them. Uh, but if somebody can confirm that the Last King is is an album by some like super cool like metal band somewhere, this this will actually be a very contentious uh, battle. I I'm still on my theory that all of the uh, Dreamland scenarios were secretly album names to something that Matt Newman listens to, even though I could not prove it, but. <laughs> it is. I mean, I think Circle Undone until Dreamlands. Circle Undone. Well, yeah, Dreamlands is like the most prog rock of the campaigns so far. Yeah. I would say, right? But oh yeah, this is this one's kind of tough. I Last King, I think, is just kind of it's it's kind of annoying. Like it just has all this weird annoying stuff in it. It's kind of cool, but I'm I'm gonna go Dark Side of the Moon. Uh, yeah, Last King is the um, scenario in Carcosa where you're trying to talk to all the people and then maybe fight the people uh before time runs out i always like those um it's got corrosion in it yeah dark side moon has the yeah i think i like the, I like the last getting better i don't know it's a dinner party man it's the only it's, dinner party in all of arkham horror the card game 
Uh, isn't yeah. disappearance at the Twilight Estate a dinner party? Like you're not attending. Stop you're one of the Stop employees. It. But well, in the, in the story, <laughs> it's a dinner party until you turn to ghosts or whatever. But right. Uh, so I don't know. yeah, Last King is cool. I I don't like the return to one as much because I think they like took like a very good scenario and made it like too long. Um, yeah, that well, might be one have... of the few that is worse in the return to. Yeah, and I think Bane I think likes it I... more, but. I, I do like it more, mostly because the art is is absolutely horrifying. It's like on before the Black Loaf Throne level of like just grotesque, grisly, dark art. That one uh that one ended up being closer at least. It seems like as we're moving up the like as as we progress we're we're getting ones that are like seated closer together and we're maybe getting more yeah. competitive yeah. purchases. So. Yeah. Coda uh Coda B games in the chat. I love the feeling uh, of am I crazy or are these really monsters feeling that the last game gives you absolutely that's that's yeah. why I liked it that's a good I point mean, yeah Carcosa does a lot of that and it does it really well so yeah it's definitely a, a good pro there yeah so yeah, as you said last king won that round although it was much closer it was 11 to 8 it so, was um, so next one up is where the gods dwell versus the house always wins Hmm. Um, so the where the gods dwell if, if we don't want to talk about spoilers with it uh, it's basically impossible to talk about because all the all the encounter cards are hidden cards <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh i know i know in solo it's like very very difficult and it, it to like complete it oh, uh, which no. i think is, is why it's where what? the gods is where the gods dwell gonna lose to house always wins it might it might how uh, is this possible on, where the gods I, dwell is like the best final scenario that they've made it's so it, cool it's it, Good. Yeah, it's it's really cool in multiplayer with how you have to negotiate, figure out who has what what cards to deal with and how to deal with them. But I know in solo it's like basically impossible, and it like has also it really, if you're a playing bad feel there. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I mean that's that's a good point. Like it is really badly balanced in solo, but it's so cool though. Like the mechanics of beating that boss are just so awesome. Yeah, I oh, think yeah. Harrison had Harrison. Didn't you have a? <laughs> Patrice, where you had like your entire hand with hidden cards or something. I I played Patrice in my and uh, I couldn't really I couldn't talk about what I what I couldn't do or not because if you mention it, you go I mean, insane. So. I mean, House Always Wins is like I like the theme of it, but it never feels super fun to play. The beginning part, you you can't actually investigate or do anything. You just have to do the gambling stuff, and then the later part is like super rushed. Like I don't know. I I, I like the, the casino idea. Like I hope they do another casino scenario. I just I've never really had a great time playing. The house always wins. And Andromeda does does bring up a good point here. If the house doesn't always win, yeah, where will we the, be? Just in house, in the context house, of the house, entirety of Arkham Horror. This, this really was very house, close. I really hope the house eventually loses at some point in this bracket. But we'll, we'll yeah. See. <laughs> I mean yeah. House always win did win by just one vote there, so it was close. Yeah. All right. So one next vote. up is. Yeah, next up is Black Stars Rise versus Blood on the Altar. Um, Black Stars Rise is the penultimate scenario in Carcosa. Battle of the Bees. Um, oh, that's right, that's right. And it, it has two, uh, two, two act. No, it has two agendas, and you have to try to like adva- decide which one to advance with no information basically until later in the scenario. Uh, I, I think it's very cool. Um, very cool art. Very cool theme um really i i really like this one a lot yeah and then blood on the altar uh i don't know i feel like that one's always like very easy um but like 
it, and the challenge is like, can we complete the first act before? <laughs> can we get lucky and find the key and the uh, the room before anyone gets sacrificed? Yeah, just to make sure uh, there's like zero chance that somebody's Doctor Milan gets sacrificed instead of like yeah. a eleven percent chance, you know? Yeah, the, the main <laughs> the main thrill is like if somebody gets kidnapped and like auto fails and their their ally gets sac- thrown into the sacrifice pit. That's that's the scariest part. I haven't played with anyone with uh, that had like Duke get sacrificed, but I I know that's uh, <laughs> a, a great tragedy that can occur. <laughs> I, oh yeah, but uh, the tragedy I, of tragedies. I like both of these, but yeah, I, I just think Black Stars Rise is like such a cool kind of like a atmospheric scenario, and the art the art on it is so great, like that cool French monastery or whatever that you're in on the island. Yeah, really, yeah. really neat. Well, there's one there's one thing we have to like go talk to like a monk or something. The art has like it's like a, a monastery. I mean, this is what you're talking about, but there's like some spooky shadow figure there, and it's like uh, yeah, it's like very not a person, but is it actually like (laughs) some type of Cthulhu monster? Right. Yeah. uh, So polls almost closed on this one, but it looks like pretty decisive win for Black Stars Rise uh, for this round. So yeah, so Uh, far it's it's all been chalk except for Blob was actually seated a little bit. Blob was seated one lower than Dim Carcosa, so Blob is like the one upset so far. And those were yeah. like 16 and 17, so it was like basically the same. Shock of the Joe does bring up a good point, and we brought it up earlier when we talked about Undimensioned and Unseen. Uh, if you do too well <laughs> in Blood on the Altar and that there's there's not a lot of uh, uh, sacrifices, you get all of the monsters. And sometimes that can be super overwhelming. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, well and also... The reward, for, the reward for doing well is you have to play more of Undimensioned and Unseen. <laughs> And uh, um, Le- Legrock in chat says BSR takes place at Mont Saint Michel, which is on my bucket list. That is like a yeah, it is like a real place, right? I've always it's true. That's, yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. It is Alan Mask also catacombs in Paris. Yeah, I know. Me. I've seen some you people on like Facebook that play the game, or uh, you know, before the entire world was locked down, <laughs> would send pictures of like, "Hey, I'm at this place," because they were in France or whatever. Uh, so that the would before be cool times. Be. Yeah, yeah the exactly. before times. I, I don't know how long ago <laughs> that was, but... Um, all right, so uh, anyway, next up is A Thousand Shapes of Horror versus the Essex County Express. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thousand Shapes of Horror. Um, this is which, the, with the unnameable. It's the unnameable. It's when you're in a house and you're fighting something that you can't understand and you're like trying to go around and like discover weird stuff in the house. And then, Boring. And then, and then there's a staircase at the end, which we all shudder at because it the the uh, keeper's nightmare that we played against Jeremy like ripped off that part of the map and we were trapped <laughs> in a staircase for like four hours while he oh man <laughs> um, I but, I uh, actually Shog the Joe uh, says damn this me- next bracket is soapy strikes for me love them both that's very true for me too I uh, both of these are are some of my favorites for very different reasons but um, thousand shapes of horror second spookiest house in all of Arkham first being the witch house I love this scenario. <laughs> Somebody had to do it. <laughs> I I only have one thing to say about this match. Chug a 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 choo choo. All aboard the Essex County Express train. We're going all the way. Yeah, Essex County Express. I like a lot. I know there's like a a weird combo that could happen in like three or four player where you just lose on that first turn. Which that's great. It's great when that happens. It has happened to me, but most of the time it's great. I love I love the theme of the trade. I love the uh, how the how the axe or the agendas progress, and you like, have to run into the the engine as fast as you can, or maybe somebody uh, might get lost into a portal. I love the, the uh, core guys that try to grab you; they're they're cool. Yeah, I like I like it a lot. It's great. 
Um, so always like, the looks like our viewers agree. All aboard! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> viewers good. agree. So S, S is kind of express won that round. Ow. Um Yeah, I love it. I love the train. It's great. Um, all right, next is the Midnight Masks versus a Phantom of Truth. Uh, so Midnight Mass is definitely the, my favorite from the core. It's when you have to go around and interview definitely. the cultists and or murder the cultists, <laughs> um, depending <laughs> on what's going on. Uh, and it's like a, it's a way to introduce people to like how there's like scaling scaling levels of success in some scenarios of Arkham because it's like it's really hard to get all six of them, especially uh, in initial playthroughs. So it's like ah, uh, you know, I only got I got three or four or whatever, but I can still progress with the story into the Devourer Below. And that's cool. I like that. Um, yeah, LeGrock Le actually brought up truth. a good point about the Essex County Express. Uh, they kind of showed what they could do with locations and, and cards in general. That They, they kind of did the same thing. They, they subvert your expectations when you're playing the Midnight Masks after the gathering, which is more of like a claustrophobic, like you're in your home and there's very specific locations. It just opens it up to a town. And now suddenly you can run around, Midnight. you can go to the graveyard, you can go to the... It's also... It's also fun for having the same locations that you see in the Arkham Horror board game, like or the early yeah, versions right. of it. Yeah, if you had played that, which we we played a lot of before the card game, we played second edition yeah. a lot, so it was, it was a good throwback. Um, and then a Phantom of Truth. This is the or, I remember this mostly because there's that one card that has organs on it. And remember, we're playing. Dan plays like really loud organ music. Also, and does the draw <laughs> to see if they. <laughs> I, I mean, this was this was one of the first scenarios, maybe the first that had two like com- almost completely different modes for how it plays out, depending on campaign choices. Like we'd what, see that what, again, but this was like the first one that did that. Yeah, it splits it like it's very different depending on if you've gone doubt or conviction for it. Um, your goals are different, and it really plays with it well. Yeah, what's the music you play? Uh, the Toccata and Fugue in D minor, the, the famous like organ yeah. thing that everyone knows and the, the more <laughs> and the more yeah. of that one treachery card you have out the torturous chords the, the louder the music yeah. gets <laughs> yeah yeah well, this, would... this one was actually kind of hard for me because i i like both of these about the same i picked midnight masks just because it was like th- i think this was the first like pretty cool scenario and phantom of truth well i like it a lot if you it's one where like if you're doing really well, it just turns into like a slog on the, the the survive the nights version where you're just like, okay, we can easily run away from this guy. Now we just have to sit here for like eight turns. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Night Mask was also seeded third, which is kind of interesting. I wonder when people are voting if if people hadn't played all the scenarios, they might have leaned more towards like core and Dunwich and stuff. Definitely, maybe. Definitely, it's yeah. also. I mean, I think like I think by now there are other scenarios that do kind of midnight masks, but better. But it does kind of get points for being like early for having for being like a really cool scenario early. Oh in the game. yeah, Shagath Joe just does bring up a good point. It's nice to see the Notre Dame in in uh, in Phantom. Sad times, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. We're there with you. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. Um, all right, so moving on. Oh, the Doom of Etzel or Etzley. I never say this right because our our one friend's last name is the same like five letters <laughs> but in a slightly different order. It's really not the same at all. <laughs> uh, it's, it's very close. Uh, but the, it's the how do we say it? Do you have Etzel? Etzley. 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 All right. Do you have Etzley? Versus for the greater good. Um, anyway, ooh, this is not really a contest for me. Uh, yeah, so, this is yeah. Doom, <laughs> gonna, the, gonna smash uh, that button there. So the, uh, the first time I so played do, <laughs> uh, the Doom of Etzley, I 
I didn't know what to think about it because I was thinking more of it like Indiana Jones, but then I got more like, uh, like just brutally destroyed and like <laughs> didn't even get out of the second location. But the more I played it, the more I've learned to respect it and, and enjoy it for its Indiana Jones-esque vibe that it goes for. So yeah, I do like it. Yeah, because there, because that that one was kind of a riff on the like the opening of Raiders, where like the boulders rolling down the ramp and stuff. Exactly, which is cool, but yeah, I don't think that scenario is super fun to play. Yeah, I mean it's all right. I know when you guys first played it, I think you guys didn't you, you guys both get crushed utterly. Oh yeah, that was not my experience. My first playthrough. Uh, so. I remember playing one where Dan was playing Carolyn, and we just that got was completely that was less a testament to how like like any any degree of was- of bad that doom of etsley might be and more of like never play carolyn without her like real cards that was that was before (laughs) that was before carolyn was good for the greater good i i don't i don't think it's like the most mechanically fun i think it's pretty cool but i like the like theme of it a lot and i like the two different options for it depending on what you chose in the campaign yeah yeah yeah, that's true Uh, you have to either sneak in or you're like a member of the lodge and you can kind of walk in and talk with people I, I, I also I like I like the key mechanic in that though I think there's like some combination that makes it very hard if you get them in a weird order you have to run back and forth across the map but I like like that in general yeah um, and I like that if like depending on how well you're doing in the scenario there's there's like slightly different endings to the scenario uh, that can be pretty cool oh yeah Captain Captain Farnese um, uh, uh, points out uh, playing playing Luke really changes both of these playing playing Luke, Luke changes <laughs> changes everything in Arkham Horror the card game. For for uh, those of you who, who have not played yeah, Luke, uh it's it's wild. It's wildly different. Oh man, I haven't played Luke through Forgotten Age. I, I mean, should, I want I want to do that. <laughs> I mean, cer- certainly Luke, but also just Open Gate can make a big That's difference. That's true. Yeah. I also I I played I played for the greater good recently with uh, Mandy with the pendant and you just like teleport from one side of the thing to the other and it's like okay that's yeah well good. that's that's exactly so, Luke's a, yes thing too pendant is yeah. is very strong yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't I don't think we're surprised to see that for the greater good did did take the win here it has greater yeah. right in the right in the name right <laughs> yeah yeah so uh, up next is search for Kadath versus Weaver of the Cosmos. Yeah. Uh, so Search for Gadoth is the second scenario in the Dream Team, Dream Eaters. Mm-hmm. And Weaver is the final scenario in the Waking World Team. Uh, Got an old-fashioned Dream Off going on in this yeah. match. Um, I like Search for Gadoth a lot. Um, the only yeah. thing awkward about it is, like, you have to set up the map multiple times, which is kind of slow. But otherwise, I think it's pretty cool. Um, I also kind of like Weaver. Uh, I think it's not as strong as For the Good to Good. Or, excuse me, for uh, Where Gods Dwell. Mm. Um, but uh, despite the boss mechanic is pretty cool. It's like a, a cool way to like invoke a like raid boss type of thing, like flashback to when we played WoW type of thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's like to figure out a strategy and yeah. I, I think stuff. I think they get props for doing that and having the cool like rotating spider thing. I also haven't played it with actual physical cards, and I'm interested to see how it, how it does with that. <laughs> but for me, it's an easy pick. I just think Search for Kadath has so much cool like art and flavor and stuff in it, and it's a fun like try to get all the things before you run out of time. Like that's a really fun challenge. Yeah. And Weaver's just like, yeah, sure. It's a big spider, whatever. Well, Archer, Archer brings up a good point. Yeah. They're both really fun. I think that like chasing the legs and, and like having to navigate the spiders that like just add doom all the, all the time. And like, you're basically on this web at the end of, end of reality. And, uh, that, that part of it is, is really cool and evokes a very specific feeling, but also like, uh, the, the search for Gadath 
is just like the new legend of zelda game like you're just you're just going to lands unknown and and exploring like like these relationships with like kings and and walking through towns and going into these like unknown places that you know locals warn you about scaling mountains it's just like such a cool adventure they they put like almost the entire first like two-thirds of the dream quest of unknown kadath into one scenario just by putting like making each location be like a really cool, interesting flavor and mechanics kind of a place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, looks like uh, viewers agree. A search for Gadath is the winner there. Hey. Uh, yeah, it's definitely cool. I, I do. I like. It. I like the theme of it a lot. As it could have been its own like campaign in itself. Honestly, yeah, it could have like had each of those bear its own scenario. I, yeah, that would. I would love it if that was the case. But but I mean, the Dreamlands is big. Like sometimes we could dip back into it like egypt the egypt scenarios we dip back into the dreamlands a little bit so yeah Yeah. there's more stuff um all right so next matchup is waking nightmare versus the unspeakable oath is this like the two is this like two hospital scenarios matched up (laughs) with each other that is very funny (laughs) that's that's how that worked out which hospital will win one's in a a mental asylum and one's at a, a a hospital uh physical hospital mostly so yeah so i mean yeah i I have a preference here it's i think unspeakable oath i like that more but i know that's another one that's on solo is like very brutal yeah yeah uh, because of how much movement there is and how many actions you have to do but i do like the waking nightmare too like i like like the trying to seal the i don't remember it is portals what you're the rifts the rifts to the spiders are coming in from or something um yeah, yeah, I I don't know. I I I'm not a huge fan of Waking Nightmare. I between the two, I, I they are they feel similar to me because they're both in hospitals. I would definitely take Unspeakable Oath. Oh no, wait! I remember I actually hate Waking Nightmare because there's the infestation <laughs> bag that I always yes. forget. To oh no, that time. <laughs> that alone is enough of a reason to vote for the other never, one. Yeah, never mind. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It has no, it has nothing that redeems it over uh, one extra thing I have to remember each round. Yeah, it, it it doesn't <laughs> add enough. It doesn't add enough to mechanically to be worth the extra like complication of having to remember to. If do anybody it. has yeah, like I a mean, pro strat infest- to how to like remember that the the infestation bag is a thing i've tried putting it on top of the encounter deck i've been i've like tried like putting it in different places so that we remember buying a like a spider figurine that like we can sit on the board and put it on like i don't i don't know (laughs) what'll help yeah i I, no, i I like the concept of the infestation bag it's just for some reason i constantly forget it i think it's like the timing it's like at the end of the mythos phase everyone's like oh we drew our encounter cards uh, now we get now we start planning our turns or whatever, and we just forget it. I don't know. Jack and Zen does like, bring up. We have the cosmos. Point. I remember to move the. Li- yeah, Jack and Zen does a, bring oh, up a good yeah, point. Yeah, it does have the a- best stairs in all of Arkham Horror, the card game. You can you can ride your way down those stairs directly into patients' rooms. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do like the stairs. I think that's what I use. We borrowed that art for the splash for your straight lance. Sure did. Um, yeah. Oh, that's a good part plan archer. An actual spider, and you only get to give it to somebody else if you're able to draw properly. <laughs> that is an that's an incredibly good idea. <laughs> this is this is the kind of creativity that the Arkham community desperately needs. Uh, that's that's fantastic. All right, so uh, moving on. So next up is the pallid mask versus extracurricular activity. Um, 
So Pallet Mask, uh, this is definitely one of my favorites. It's the Catacomb so scenario. Windmill Sam, <laughs> come on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Pal- Palad Mask is the catacomb scenario in Carcosa where you're in like a maze and the map is like dynamic based on like which locations you draw. It like makes a, a you can make like a sphere or you can make like a nice little square or it can split off into different directions. It's um, the coolest shit ever. It's, it's, it's really so cool, cool how it works. Um, yeah. it has several like very, some of the cards that are in it are very on theme. It's pretty great. And there's still has like that doubt versus connect- uh, conviction. Like you have to make a decision near the end to decide, uh, if you trust trust your, the person you've been following around or not, and it, it's pretty cool, and it has like a different ending depending on which choice you make. Um, you've, you've got a pal in the pallid mask because it's it's the best. It's really good. <laughs> it's very very. It very also good. has it has a couple really cool encounter cards. We really like the shadow behind you a lot. Uh, it also I like the the hole in the floor one. I think is kind of cool. Oh yeah Simple yeah yeah. Fun. The shadow behind you, one of the best encounter cards of all time. Oh yeah, I love yeah, that yeah. one. It's so indeed extracurricular activity on the other hand it's fine it's just like an early scenario or i think before they had like developed a lot of cool stuff that they would develop later yeah oh i don't know what, what yeah. do people like what do people like my, about extracurricular my favorite activity? part about extracurricular activity was was just being excited to walk around miskadonk university thinking that it would be like a leisure like stroll like checking out these like kind of spooky like uh buildings and everything then you see a couple birds and then your deck's kind of going away and you're like, I don't, I don't know really what's happening here. Like what's the punchline. And then like, there it is 10 damage. Once your once your uh, deck is done and you're like, Oh, <laughs> Oh, this is what's going to yeah. happen. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That, that was, it's, that was a very shocking experience it, it does, for me. I mean, if you're playing Dunwich the first time, especially if you just have Dunwich cards, you don't have a way, very way ways to counter. Um, I forgot the name of the card. The card that, like, if your deck runs out, you take ten damage. It's very scary. I think one thing that's like a little one thing that's a little bit of a bummer about extracurricular activity is there's not anything in the encounter deck that really ties into the like college setting very much. I think like I always like when even if it's something kind of goofy and stupid, I like when there's some encounter card that's like, oh, you're on a boat, so it's like the boat's shaking or like something like that there's nothing that's like oh you a bunch of i don't know there's nothing that's like oh yeah we're in college so there's this like encounter card that reminds me of that yeah i mean there's like we have to it's like late in the day and like we go to the dormitory to save the students maybe it it is kind of interesting that there's like uh, a couple different choices for how you complete the scenario like there's definite objectives although i think after a playthrough or two i feel like we always do the same one because we're like oh this is has the best yeah to do this yeah one. Yeah. I wish there was a little bit more decision on, like, oh, there's a little bit more splitting there. But All right, so the Pallet Mask was the winner of that poll. Um, up next is the Eternal Slumber uh, the Eternal Slumber versus the City of Archives. Um, Eternal Slumber is the first scenario in um, Guardians of the Abyss standalone two-pack. Um that one's it's that one always feels like three separate scenarios to me because like each act is like very dramatically different and also kind of long it like starts in the town and then you move out into like the pyramid desert or something. yeah 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 and then you go yeah. and then you go through like a don't you go through like a portal into the dreamlands at the end too or is that the second scenario uh, that's a, uh, i thought that was the second one but i'm not sure i think isn't you going i thought no you oh no you 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 have to like interview the people or find and then you go into the desert, and then you have to go back and deal with the big enemy and try to wake people up. That's oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eternal Slumber, for me, was was one of the more cinematic. Like, people were saying that the, the Essex County Express is very cinematic. This was definitely very, very cinematic for me, because 
of that it's kind of like got an act structure where first you're in the town and and there's like kind of weird things going on you're trying to you're trying to go to all the locations explore egypt and then you you like you know basically get on your camels and go out into the wilderness and it's like there there are these creepy like sand like wisps that are chasing you that get really really scary and and like you're you're uncovering tombs and things really cool experience for me that's really cool yeah i I also so City of Archives. That's the one where you are brain abducted into the space zone in the body of a slime monster, and all of your cards get taken away, but you can commit them for extra symbols, and you have to like try to remember that you're actually from Earth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This one, like, I so this one I think is kind of popular. Like, it was seated tenth. I I think it's creative and the lore is neat. I just don't think it's super fun to play. Like, it's kind of a it's like a very creative and well done gimmick, but at the end of the day, it's basically a gimmick, kind of right. Yeah, it can suck to like you have your deck built around your character's ability, and then you're like, oh, I don't get to use my character's ability. But if you're playing like a skill focused character or something, it's really great. I was, I mean, yeah, for I me, know. like I I basically agree with what. So the Conda one hundred one in chat said, "City of Archives is garbage. I want to play with my cards." <laughs> like, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say it's garbage, like, it's it's neat and it's creative, but if ultimately, like, I want to play my deck. I don't want to play, like, this weird, messed up, gross version of my deck where they can't do all the things my deck can Said do. Said no Lola you know? player yeah. ever. For all of you Lola fans out <laughs> there, this is the biggest buff that Lola could possibly have wanted. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's true. There's probably it's... some There's probably some correlation between the Lola people and the City of Archives people, because <laughs> I'm neither, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> I I really enjoyed being turned into Ethian and and trying to figure my way out of what was happening. I I think the first time I was upset and it's kind of a polarizing scenario in that way because of the fact that you want to play with your cards. You want to like all the upgrades you just got, like suddenly like don't don't work sometimes because because of that reason. But I really enjoyed the uh, the Ethian thing. I do. I mean, I love the little like flavor things on the locations, like that you remembered what year it is, or you find like this weird machine that looks like a hundred telescopes glued together. Like, there's all <laughs> kinds of cool stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so it looks like the winner though was the Eternal Slumber. Another upset. Uh, yeah, so that was placed a lot That's, lower. So man, yeah. it it was pretty close though. <laughs> Big stupid grin actually brings yep. up a yeah. good point. If if you're playing Preston, you still get your family inheritance. <laughs> it always finds you. Hey. Money always yeah. finds you. I'm actually. And all, and all your stats are boosted. It's true. But if you're playing Calvin, you're really sad because all that damage on you doesn't help boost your stats. Oh, no. I'm kind of surprised that that went the way it did, though. Like, there's, there's City of Archives has a lot of, like, people that are really into it because it, it is unique and cool. I'm kind of surprised that it lost, but I'm, I'm happy Eternal Slumber made it through. Yeah. Yeah, I like it because I have a Yuthian miniature that I get to use. <laughs> It's somewhere. It's been lost to time. It's around here somewhere, but I like breaking that out. Yeah. All right. Uh, so next round is Lost in Time and Space versus Curtain Call. This is the final scenario of Dunwich versus the first scenario of Carcosa. Released consecutively, probably. Yeah. With, like maybe with Return to Night of the Zealot in between or something. Uh, yeah, or Standalone. I don't know. But uh I think I think I like both these scenarios. They're, they're both really yeah, fun. Me too. Yeah, they're both really interesting. I think a uh, curtain call for me really just sets the stage super well for Carcosa. Like I really like the kind of it introduces the unreliable narrator stuff. That's a big favorite of mine. Um, Lost in Time and Space I think is pretty cool. It was the first like really out there kind of like sci-fi bizarro scenario, which is cool, but. It's always just like kind of a uh, I don't know I don't I don't really think I'd be in a huge hurry to play it again maybe. 
Yeah, it, it's like fine for an ending. I don't know. You like you, you like a, the big sweet guy kind of chases you around a little bit. You can't really fight him. It has the cool mechanic of like introducing like oh locations can be in encounter in the encounter deck. Yeah, that was cool. That's kind of fun, that was cool. It can be like. Can, that is can neat, be a little yeah. aw- can be a little awkward like trying to figure out a path but that is it's cool i like that lots of cool um, art also cool to see yog like as a card that like does a crap load of damage and horror like holy crap that's really scary yeah yeah, yeah. I, might, I might vote lost time and space in this because curtain call is like cool but like the vanilla version it can be like relatively easy to keep control of the big spooky guy and just like keep killing him the most interesting part is like figuring out like oh wait we got it we've gotten all the victory or as much as we think we can get <laughs> let's kill the guy right now we have like two turns to then like finish the last act and get out yeah uh, it's it, it's close but also for me curtain call is seated a little lower and when in doubt i'd rather take the underdog and it, it looks like it it barely made it so that's another upset oh wow i'm surprised yeah. i got so curtain call for me like once that once the act flipped back over after you defeat the guy it for me just lost all like magic because as long as you can keep doing that you could just like infinitely go in the game hypothetically you know obviously there's like encounter like as you progress in different ways it it gets harder but for me that just kind of killed some of the replayability for it because you know exactly you know how many turns you have or and and whatnot so i i I was voting for a lost in time and space here i think yeah um all right so yeah curtain call won that round uh last matchup i think of the first round is the yeah. boundary beyond versus threads of fate Two. my, my uh, strategy of voting against all the forgotten age scenarios is no longer work here. <laughs> <laughs> so um threads of fate i think is probably one of the is that seed number two so 10 sec- a, 10 seconds in it's like 13 to one uh threads of <laughs> cut it cut it there cut it there it's really cool it uh it has like three different acts and they're also different based on other decisions made in the campaign so far so it has a lot of replayability uh the map is pretty cool it doesn't Uh, have snakes in it it doesn't have poison in it you don't have to care about supplies it's like it's not even a forgotten age scenario it's pretty good (laughs) it's it's true (laughs) um the boundary beyond is a very brutal uh try to try to complete as much as you can thing and the reward for completing everything is you don't do the first half of uh heart of the elders which is actually a very good reward it, it's true <laughs> but it's very hard to do it I, has that one encounter <laughs> card that's so brutal where it's like resets your progress a lot or like puts a bunch of doom or engine enables yeah both of which are very bad yeah. window to another time i, I, guess. I, I don't I don't dislike yeah. boundary as much as most people seem to like, I think the rules of it are pretty awkward and it's not great, but I, I think it's like middle of the road for a forgotten age. Like there's other scenarios I like less, but threads of fate is like pretty good. So you got, you got to go with threads of fate. I am surprised it's the two seed. Like that's like after miss after the uh, hotel number two seed is threads of it's fate. Like, I'm surprised that enough people picked it for that. Threads of fate was really, yeah, really I mean, fun. We, did, we had people pick their, t- yeah, we had people pick their top 10. These aren't ranked. So it's not like uh, something's high seed just means a lot of people like it. Uh, doesn't necessarily mean it's like everybody's favorite. That's that's what our bracket's going to determine. Yeah, um, that's 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 a good point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Nim in chat says someone's holding a messed up hidden treachery where they lose sanity for voting for the winner. <laughs> that's I guess I think I think that's an attempt to explain why people would vote for Boundary. No, I mean I I could see it. Like Boundary, it's not completely terrible. It's just kind of hard to. I like, think for me the the biggest yeah, I, shortcoming I think... of Boundary Beyond be- was because I wanted to have more time to explore like the whole like jumping between time periods and like really having that time between it 
And it just wasn't that. It's just like so, so much pressure. Yeah. And it's just, it's really mechanically complicated. Like you, it's really hard to understand what you're supposed to do and how it works. I, I think like if, if like when you, you had the choice between like returning a location or placing a doom, if returning a location didn't dump all the clues. So when it respawned, it spawned with more clues. It would be a lot, a lot more reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. That's the worst feeling. Um, so I don't know. It, it's very action intensive because you have to do a lot of exploring and a lot of moving around. I like the map like changes as you find the ancient locations. But... That's that's cool, but it's extremely hard to keep track of, and I always forget <laughs> it. And then we're like, oh crap, we have to roll back like three turns. Right. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Return to Forgotten Age. Maybe they'll tweak it, make it make it a, a winner for us. We'll see. We'll see. All right. So, so I'm not going to go through and read all the winners off or anything. Let's just move on to the well, second let's, round. Let's briefly, I, I just want to point out that the only upsets we had were Blob uh, upset uh, Dim Carcosa and um, uh, what was the other one? Uh, Eternal Slumber upset City of Archives and Curtain Call upset Lost in Time and Space. Other than that, all the higher seeds won, which kind of makes sense, but... We're, yeah. We'll we'll move on and we'll yeah. So do we? Should we keep this one at ninety seconds too, and then after this we'll make the uh, time limit longer? That sounds good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's do okay. that. Um, yeah. We're we're about halfway done in terms of number of matches that we're gonna this, have. This this first yeah. one, man. So yeah, this is a tough one. So <laughs> first up is a uh, murder at Celsius Hotel versus the Blob that ate everything. Both very good standalones. Standalone showdown. Oh man, standalone showdown, um, folks. This every single vote will matter here. This is I know what's going to happen, and I don't want it to happen, but I know what's going to happen. <laughs> I like both of these. I've played Murder three or four times, so I haven't like gotten all the different variants yet. Um, I played with new groups. The best part about Murder is like whoever's lead investigator, you get to accuse them of murder. The <laughs> that is time, true. Yeah. Which I was, I was that person at least once. <laughs> I really, uh, I feel like the one that I like a little bit more is Hotel, but I just, I never want to vote for the one seed in anything. I always <laughs> want to, like, you got to try to see an upset is more fun, right? This yeah, is really you're tough. Trouble, you're a troublemaker. And Blob yeah. is really good. I have fun with it. Playing it, and I think we, we ran it at, uh, what was the convention we went to, Dane? I forgot. Pax, Pax Unplugged. In Philly. We ran it there. And I, yeah, Pax Unplugged. That was really yeah. good, too. So. Who's, uh, who's... Who's winning so far? Because I'm, I'm just going to go for the don't don't tell me, Dan. Don't tell me. Don't do that. I so uh, m- murder at the Excelsior Hotel is is like not even for me comparable to to the Lobby at everything. Lobby at everything is also extremely replayable, um, but like the reasons why I would vote though, for it really? are like just so different from the reasons why I would vote for murder at the Excelsior Hotel. I I like it. I, again, I haven't played it in, as like a single uh, team though, so I don't know if like a single team it like loses its luster. I I played it a couple just, times as that, and it was still really fun. I just I think part of what Blob has going for it is the reality acid thing, which is is cool if you like that, but it's I, I, it's kind of gimmicky for me. And on the other hand, the hotel is like I would just play it like four times right now because we'd probably get like four different yeah. Enemies. And that's yeah. Pretty cool. yeah. The other yeah. thing that's really cool. So I, I ended up somebody somebody mentioned uh, at, in murder that you know kind of the murder happens at the beginning and the first the lead investigator is kind of placed in a really awkward position. That's definitely probably like one of the the most um, in character moments in Arkham Horror the card game that you can have. Just because like you know well 
I mean, me as a player, I don't, I don't want to cover anything up because I didn't do it. But then you're like, well, what would skids do? <laughs> or like, well, what would Finn do? And then that's he where would, you get those he'd really steal the luggage. Things. He would, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I, I definitely do like it. So it looks like uh, viewers agreed. Murder at the Excelsior Hotel is beat up. Yeah, the it's be yeah, that was the unfortunate reality so. we all live in. It's okay. Either one of them is going to lose to Carnival next, right? Right. <laughs> oh my right? God! It's yeah. it's more stand uh, standalone. Yeah. Well, well, Depths well, of Yoth is that is a vanquish, yeah. but up up next yeah. is the Depths of Yoth versus Carnival of Horrors. Um, yeah, from for these are both seeded very close. They're eight and ninth in our seed, or nine and eighth, whatever. Uh, and. I like both these scenarios. I like. I think I like Carnival better, though. It's interesting. Um, they both have something like yeah, very Carnival... unique have happening with the locations because you're like going down into the depths, and Carnival has like a very, uh, you know, uh, symmetric. I mean, this the scenarios that utilize like the position of the locations really well are definitely often really some of the the coolest yeah. ones. And I know like uh, Matt and, and team like really consider that some scenarios like making the shape of whatever you're doing can be. Uh, really add to the theme, the strength scenario. So I kind of think that know. standalones have like an intrinsic advantage in this bracket because scenarios that are part of a campaign inevitably like they share some of the encounter cards. They might share some locations. It's sometimes hard to remember like oh which one was that. But standalones have like an entirely separate deck. They have everything is like unique for them. They're very memorable. And like in this yeah. case, I like Depths of Yoth, but it's still like you're fighting snakes, whatever. Like it's, I mean, it's 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 a cool scenario, but like Carnival is just so unique, and like I remember it very well. It's a really cool scenario. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, someone in chat brought up uh, the hidden mechanic in Carnival, where you don't know if you're fi- fighting an enemy or finding yeah. a person you're trying to save is definitely that's really where cool. Dan. There's also are we allowed to? Oh uh... uh, yeah, the Monty yeah. Hall problem. Are we allowed to spoil Carnival because it came out like three years ago? I won't spoil it specifically, but like, yeah, the, the, the ending in the boat where just all of a sudden you're in a boat is like one of the coolest, like wow moments. Talk about cinematic. Just playing this. Very, very cool. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. super cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think there might be some light spoilers for overarching uh, things. Probably too late to mention that. I'm, uh, I'm, but... <laughs> I really think it's usually fine to be like, it's stuff that's been out for a couple of years. You can just spoil it, but whatever. I mean, some people are just joining the game and like the old stuff is hard to find because FFG is really bad at reprinting stuff. So <laughs> that, that is also, a good Also point. there's yeah. a pandemic, you know, but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. all right. So, uh, I didn't see who won, uh, Carnival won. Refresh my page. Carnival. 65%. Right. Uh, yeah, a little pretty decisive there. All right, so next up is the Last King versus the House Always Wins. Uh, te- technically, the second scenario in two different campaigns, depending depending on which way you go in Dunwich. Um, Last King all the way for me though. Again, like the the dinner party stuff, uh, wandering on and trying to talk to people before stuff flips over is really cool. There's definitely randomness where you can be like sad where you don't get to talk to somebody before. Uh, before you're wondering if they're an ally or an enemy. Yeah, thing. yeah. But uh, I like that a lot. I think Cro- these, are, these are honestly like my two least favorite that made it to the second round. <laughs> like oh. I don't, I, I don't hate, I don't, I don't hate them, but I kind of don't care which one wins. Like they're both fine. House always wins is is weird because like the first half of it, you can't like directly discover clues mostly. Yeah, uh, it has. I like the mechanic of like you have to like lure the the boss away from wherever you want to get clues from. <laughs> At least in multiplayer, I imagine it's harder in solo to do. Yeah, that, but, and the gambling is fun. Like the, 
the theme is all fun there. Yeah. The back half's kind of... Nitrous Acrostic brings up a good point in the chat. Nitrous, uh, I I just like to burn down houses. If you would like to burn down houses, then Arkham Horror, the card game, is the game for you. (laughs) Because we're we're going to be burning down at least two houses. Because because you can use the cards as kindling to set your house on fire. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go for last King because I think it's a little bit more mechanically fun and I think it's fun for, I mean, the house always wins. It's going to be funny when it loses. Let's just make that happen right now. You know, the last game is also really memorable, right? Like you're always, when you build a deck for the, for the first part of Carcosa, I'm always thinking about last King 100% of the time, right? Like, come on. Yeah. yeah, and I and I like the different story text for each person as they flip over. They're all like one person turns into like a bug. Oh yeah, person turns into it's, like a puddle it's gruesome, man. Like it's it's yeah. so gross. It's it's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely pretty great. Um, so it looks like again didn't look at what the poll results were, but I think it was the last, last king game. takes it seventy three percent, a decisive yep. victory nonetheless. So, pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. All right, uh, Black Stars Rise versus Essex County Express. This oh, one's man. really hard. These, yeah, oh, these are man. definitely both my top ten. It's true. Yeah, me it's too. True. The both of them are great. Black Stars Rise. It is a little weird because you have to decide. Even there, it has a decision of like, oh, do we put Doom on alternating agendas, or do we like hard rush one and hope we get it right? And there's no right answer. That's what's yeah. Going yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> uh like I, we've played it a lot and i haven't yeah I, haven't, I think we usually i think usually when i play it now i do alternating but no, either way it's great you can like rush to the end as hard as, you can try to rush to the end it's it's hard to get to the part where you can actually figure out which i i like all the for. i like all the big scary monsters like the title terrors and stuff yeah. i like all the art in this is just so good i like all the locations in this so much i would like a play mat of every location of black stars rise <laughs> Yeah, SS Kind of Express. I guess a downside for that is like when you enter new new carts in the the train, you might get you might get bones because of uh, if you don't have cards to discard, so that can kind of kill you mm-hmm. kind of fast. And there's there's definitely ancient evils and stuff in that which are like, eh. uh, but SS Kind of Express does have the funniness if you're playing Zoe and you draw an enemy, it goes, into, it goes into the, you draw her weakness and it goes into the injured car. This one was uh, this, this one was really tough. I'm gonna pick Black Stars hard. Rise just because. I think I think XX is going to win, and it's like I'd rather vote for the other one. You know, yeah. it's hard, man. Oh, it's, oh, still oh, oh, it's still going. It's still going. Oh man, it's, this it's is really close. Now. There's a few seconds. This is left. hard, man. Yeah, a few seconds left. Black about. Stars. It's really wow. interesting because Black Stars Rise does a lot of a lot of good things with the agenda and act deck, whereas XX County Express does a lot of good things with the locations. All of them are interesting, but I, I also th- different focus. And I, I just, I just think like so. The thing to remember is that Dunwich was in development before the game came out, before they had reactions to it. Like Dunwich and the core set were developed at the same right. time. There's a huge jump in the sophistication of like how they would design scenarios after Dunwich. So relative to that, Essex County is really, really impressive. Yeah, it's like if it's just a straight up heads up, I probably like Black Stars Rise more. But if you're judge, if you're grading on a curve, like Essex, yeah, County and there we go. Yeah, there's the results. Yeah, Essex County Express yeah. wins by one vote. Yeah, it's so a close, close one. Yeah, wow. All right. So uh, up next is Midnight Masks versus For the Greater Good. Hmm. This one actually is tough for me. Uh, I like both of these. I feel like I'm going to lean towards... I, personally, I'm probably going to go for Greater Good because I think I like the two variants of the, the Greater Good where like one you're trying to like sneak in and one you're like bros with the, uh, <laughs> with the cultists the... and they just let you explore. 
Yeah. I like the token mechanic. Maybe it's just because I played Midnight Mass so much and like not as excited by it. Because Midnight Mass is definitely very good. That's kind of where I'm at, too. Also, Midnight Masks is not really a huge challenge anymore with like modern decks. Like, I mean, at least maybe on solo or something, it's different. But when we go in there with like three or four people, we're just going to get all six like pretty reliably unless something goes horribly wrong. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that that takes a lot of the fun out of it when it's like, well, how many of these are we going to get? Yeah, we're probably going to get all six, you know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Forget it does have a great name. Yep. Because you can say. Oh, yeah. Because, because <laughs> yeah, Hot Fuzz references reference. all over the place. Uh, and really yeah. cool, really very, really cool names, really very goth names of the enemies, like the Knight of the Inner Circle and the Knight of the Outer Void, like those oh, guys. Yeah. Cool as heck. Really oh, yeah. cool. And like, yeah. I mean, like yeah. talking and... more about about the Hot Fuzz angle. One of the, like we were talking mm. about uh, Excelsior being one of the more unique, like, uh, role-playing aspects where you can, like, choose your decisions based on the murder based upon who you are. If you go into this with all Guardians, man, that is as flavorful as it gets. You are, like, the the <laughs> feds storming a building of, of evil, like, creepy cultist guys laying down the law, handcuffing people, and, you know... Uh, Getting yeah. getting all your uh, friend beat cops in there. It was so fun when we did that. We had we had an extremely good time going. It was a lot of handcuffs. <laughs> Eight handcuffs, <laughs> man. One is a Paul Guardian group. That was pretty fun. Uh, yeah. yeah, pretty great. Um, it looks like uh-oh. Midnight Masks won in the end, right? It did. I think yeah. I forgot to vote. Oh well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, Midnight Masks won that round. Next up is the Search for Kadath versus the Unspeakable Oath. Um, yeah, these are both. This is getting tough. Um, the, oh my totally god! Search for Kadath. I just think that the push, the push your luck scenarios, the, the ones that, except like maybe Boundary Beyond, are just so much more interesting for me to go back to than like anything else. And I just love all the like art, all the references to the Dream Quest, which is one of my favorite Lovecraft books. Like, it's got to be Search for Kadath for it's me. It's so hard for me because the, while the Search for Kadath is definitely one of my favorite recent uh, endeavors in Arkham Horror, the uh, the Unspeakable Oath is like when when I when that ended, that was the moment that I knew I was absolutely in love with Arkham Horror, the card game. Like when when alex that's like two years in that was like incredible for me that that like i will take this game to my grave kind of a kind of a revelation that i had it was so intense and so creepy i kind of agree with dane it it's the theme of it is very good the story around being the end which i'm factoring in uh, a little bit at least uh is great um i do know as i mentioned before on solo i think it's very tough and you might have a sad ending uh it's solo but uh i think unspeakable oath should lose because it takes place in arkham asylum and whenever you mention to people that oh oh, yeah i have a podcast about this game (laughs) arkham horror they're like oh like batman and then then you have to explain a bunch of shit to them and you know what that's not okay that's not okay and we should stop pretending it is okay so oh man yeah that's it's it's uh, hard not to factor nostalgia into it but but yeah it's also hard I, not I to think, factor Batman into it. But, you know. I mean, I think fact, factoring in like what which what scenarios gave you the best like experience, I think, is very important. And I think that's why a lot of people like the game. I know I like the game. Like we, that's, we that's talk about yeah. flashback. Like, oh yeah, we had a great time with the scenario because of this craziness that happened. You know. So, uh, but the winner there was search for Kadath. Search for Kadath. Nice. Um, very cool. Up next, we have Pallid Mask versus uh, Eternal Slumber. Uh, oof. 
Uh, well, I mean, this this one's not a contest. Pallet Mask, <laughs> we've, we mentioned it already. It's so yeah. good. The, the map mechanic is great. Eternal Summer is good. Like, we loved playing Egypt when it first came out. We played it a couple times. Uh, but Pallet Mask just was... It's great. I, 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 hate, I hate to vote against Eternal Slumber, but it's Pallet Mask it's, all the way It's true, yeah. yeah. Eternal Slumber, like I was saying, is one of the more cinematic ones where you have some time in the town and then you go out and explore like the, the dunes and everything. But Pallet Mask, for me, talking about Nostalgia Man, that was another one of those moments that just there, blew my mind when I was playing this game. I mean, there's, Eternal Slumber does does feel like kind of like a little contained D&D adventure where like you're investigating to talk. And then you go into <clears throat> then you go into the wilderness. Yeah, exactly. And then you fight the big exactly. Boss. Yeah. So I mean, the, that's very cool. There's also like, is it fair to hold it against Eternal Slumber that it does take way too long? That it takes like three hours to play or something? It's like one of the longest scenarios. Like it, that that can be at least a little bit of a demerit, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I do do it against it. Like I, I like the scenarios when they're like two ish hours, uh, maybe two and a half, depending if you're, you're playing a new scenario, but. I just wish they'd made a whole Egypt campaign instead of like two extremely long scenarios. Even if it had been like a half a campaign, like four normal size scenarios instead of two incredibly long ones, that would have been cool. The the weird thing with Egypt was how it was released, like because it was originally at Gen Con the first half, and the second half was at Arkham Knights. So if you didn't go to Gen Con before Arkham Knights, you didn't get to play it. Mm. Yeah, uh, and then and then like the first half was also in an invocation kit, which. Really would like the invocations to come back in general. Uh, you know, maybe after next year, be well, nice. next year, yeah, you know, not in a pandemic, but but there was supposed to be one this year, but I think that uh, that was yeah, that's, for a that's while. probably not going to happen. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, but uh, in general, like the release of it was very weird because like if you didn't go to both Gen Con and Arkham Knights or Gen Con or Arkham Knights and an invocation event, you like didn't get to do yeah. both halves, which is kind of until the actual pack come out and that the the packs from. Gen Con and Arkham Knights, they always like have like a December release and then don't come out until like, July <laughs> the following year. So it was a little weird. Anyway, uh, winner of that was in fact the Palad Mask. Palad Mask takes it. Mm. Um, nice. No I, I have a prediction me. that we're going to see a lot of the uh, the Carcosa up here. Carcosa is fantastic. It's kind of shaking yeah. out that way so far. Yeah, I mean, we're always big fans of it. So up next is uh, Curtain Call versus Threads of Fate. I think this is the last standing uh, Forgotten Age scenario. Kill it! Um, I, I don't know. I think I like, I like Threads Honestly, of Fate. Honestly, yeah. Ball, Honestly, Threads of Fate takes it here. Threads <sighs> of Fate is one of the more unique ones, just in that it's it's got three acts. It's one of the really nice like callbacks to uh, the Midnight Masks. Uh, very, very interesting ways you can it can play out. Uh, curtain call again for yeah. me anyway doesn't have as much intrigue as as threads does so i'll I definitely see, see see threads is definitely a, a better designed more interesting more fun scenario but i just feel really nervous that it was seated like number two <laughs> like is this going to be pallid mass nest round that would be awful so I, I feel Dan, like I should just start voting against it out of principle. Dan, you're using a lot of strange strategy for what we're just trying to determine what the best scenario is. <laughs> I feel like you might have some type of bias and you're trying to like kill. Yeah, I know. And, and Dan, other Captain Farnese in chat says that. it features no snakes, supplies, or exploration deck. But it, but, but you can't just play threads. You could play it standalone, but like you can't get to threads of fate without getting through untamed wilds. That, that alone. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll vote for threads. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah, because Curtain Call, I mean, Return to Curtain Call 
if we were considering that uh, does make it a little bit more interesting. But vanilla curd call, it's it's very predictable. I don't know. Yeah, uh, it, it's kind of cool. Like the last the last phase of it is like there's three different versions. Uh, like it's like flooding or the ooze or it's right. on fire or something. Yeah, it's kind of neat story wise, but. Yeah, I think whenever we play it, we like make that last uh, like one round because it's very. <laughs> I mean, also yeah, you so can much. jump off the balcony. Yeah. That's a very uh, underrated uh, action that you oh, can take in in Arkham Horror the card game. <laughs> very cool it, action. That is, that is cool. Pretty, that, was... that is very cool. Yeah, we like that a lot. Um, yeah. So but, that's uh, so we're down to just uh, eight remaining. So we've only got uh, we've only only got a couple matches left. Got, Should, got an upset upset update for us, Dan. So the the only upsets this time. Did we have any? Okay, so search for Kadath upset unspeakable oath, and that was it. Other than that, it's Is it was it? it was all just chalk by the seating so far. So yeah. I think from here we're going to increase the duration of the polling to. Should we go to instead of ninety seconds? Should we go to like two or two and a half minutes? What do you guys think? I would, I would say keep. I mean, we've already discussed all these scenarios, you know, in their earlier rounds. But I but now we're at the point where it's like hard decisions. Yeah, now to make, now we're so. going to be sweating. Yeah, I, I'd. Yeah, like earlier we were he, just like, remember what this one was? Oh yeah, now it's like, ooh, which one of these that we both like, you know? Yeah, I would say let's do two minutes for this next round, and then maybe we can do a little bit more for the last few rounds. So uh, I guess while we're waiting for uh, final final couple hard decisions, we did want to mention, uh, shamelessly, our Patreon. Uh, we just got it going. Uh, creating content for you guys is something that we really love doing. Um, we hadn't had a Patreon up until now. Um, if you want to consider donating to help us out, every little bit will help, uh, you know, keep the domains running, keep uh, the SoundCloud running and everything. Right now, we just have a standard tier for those who just want to show their support, but we'll be adding tiers in the coming months, uh, incentives and things for exclusive content, contests, raffles, and a whole bunch else coming your way. So... Again, we do really appreciate everybody uh, hanging out uh, here and listening to all the podcasts throughout the ages. Yeah, for anybody that's uh, that's just hanging out with us for the first time, so we put out an episode every two weeks, uh, either a live episode that we record and then uh, make a podcast out of, or like a, a just a pure podcast episode. We also do other stuff, like currently we're playing through both sides of the Dreamlands or Dream Eaters campaign uh, live on stream. Half of it with real cards, half of it online. So we have like yeah, we we have a bunch of stuff going on, you know. If you guys want to chip in, it absolutely will will help us out. Um, it's really mostly just for us uh, to help host domains for now. Once we're going to be up and running uh, with with more contents and things like that, um, you know, we'll get all that stuff out there for you. Just to recap what we've been doing, we have this bracket where we're counting down to the best Arkham scenarios of the 52 that have been released so far. So we did an initial poll to seed things and pick the top 32, and from there it's just been a single elimination tournament. We're down to the top eight at this point, uh, which are Murder at the Excelsior Hotel, Carnival of Horrors, Last King, Essex County Express, Midnight Masks, Search for Kadath, Pallid Mask, and Threads of Fate. So we've got three rounds left. Yeah. All right. Well, why don't we uh, keep it going here? So we got two minute timer on these votes, I believe. And uh, first up is Murder Excelsior Hotel versus Carnival of Horrors. Two very good standalones once again matched up. Also, the only two standalones left Ooh. in the bracket, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they did all get seated kind of in this top section, so they kind of 
knocked each other yeah. out mostly. I mean, yeah. to that end, this is this is like the the unofficial crown for uh, for uh, standalones. I think. Yeah. This this one is really tough because uh, these are both really good, and it's kind of like: do you go with like the classic standalone from early in the game that kind of like blew everybody's minds, or the more recent one that introduces a lot of new replayability and some interesting story stuff? Both are both are really good. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have def- definitely have some, some nostalgia for Carnival of Horror, but I do. I do murder, murder is probably better. It has it has a lot more replayability with the ten different endings. Uh, the the theme the theme and role play like uh, I always like it when I have a easy role play to slip into, uh, or or other people have the option because it helps encourage people to get into that. Yeah, part. yeah. Uh, the being accused of murder and like being set up like, oh, I'm in the room and the bloody weapons in my hand. Oh no. Yeah. And trying to decide, like, if you if you have to, like, murder the cops or the innocent civilians <laughs> or just let that doom run out is also, like, a really difficult decision. And oh, the yeah. questions for doing it or not doing it are pretty cool. I think that um, most Carnival's of def- Carnival for me was, like, that initial shock when during the end of the game, you know, towards the end of the game, the I don't want to spoil anything, but, but that for me was one of, like, the defining Arkham moments. But I feel like for murder... If if the time was that they were released was swapped, like if Murder came out when Carnival came out, it would absolutely be like a favorite over Carnival, just just because of how how interesting and cool like it can be. Probably, probably, but I I also think that Carnival again judged relative to like the kind of amount of like technology and expertise they had when it was released. Carnival is impressive. As that's heck, true. That's you know? true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I ended up picking Carnival, but it is it is really tough. Both of these are really good. Yeah, it looks like a uh, winner for that was in fact Murder at Excelsior Hotel. Yeah, uh, over Still, Carnival. It's, it's in the seed. finals now. <laughs> it's I mean it's it's definitely it very is good true. Scenario. Yeah. So well, it's in the semifinals. So oh, semifinals. Yeah, I mean, the only the only the only yeah. thing that made it to the top eight that wasn't in the top eight seeds was uh, Search for Kadath. Yeah. All right, so up next is The Last King versus Essex County Express. Ah, oh, man. Yeah, uh, so Last King, very cool. Like, try to get them all scenario. The story text in it is, like, very well balanced in terms of, like, being dispersed out through the scenario and, like, keeping the theme on track. But you're on a train on the other one. <laughs> but trains! Trains are great. I mean... T- <laughs> I have a better memory a better memory from Escanic Express when like we were playing with Colin and he got sucked into the portal because we thought we had like another a whole other agenda. Oh that's right, yeah. Last King is pretty Last King is pretty cool, but I kinda honestly can't believe this is as close as it is. Like Essex County Express I mean I guess people just don't like how spiky Essex County Express is, maybe, and like how you can get really unlucky and like lose even if you kind of played correctly and that yeah i get that can be frustrating but it's just so cool yeah yeah uh yeah i don't know yeah def- definitely definitely difficult um i think i think like but no, the last king so. though like from is is like a very different level like explores a very different level of like grotesque darkness that we didn't see in dunwich like we saw the monstrosity in mm. in the field, but really, like the only time it got really grisly were in the last two campaigns or scenarios. Um, 
where Doom Awaits kind of had it a little bit with with uh, the guy on the top. I guess Silas so in Blood on the Altar was a little spooky and, and gross. But uh, Last King for me is just like people's like sp- like spines are distending and, and like creating massive human centipedal things, and it's it's grisly. And and that for me left a left a very explicit image of like horror and disgust. But but you know. But, you know, one thing that we didn't talk about yet with the Essex County Express is, like, you get to the end and you have to do, like, that one test to, like, jump into the final train car or whatever. Like, oh, yeah. That, that's When you do that, you just feel like you're goddamn Superman. It's just so cool <laughs> when you're like, no, guys, hang back. I can do this. You know, like, that's that's really neat. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, uh, unless all of your, or maybe all your friends already get sucked into the sky hole already. And then you're like, oh, I could do it. I can make it to the end. You know, it's it's super cool. Yeah. Uh, so it looks like Essex won by just two votes. Very close. Um, I'm really surprised I, I, that was that I, close. I, I agree with the result. <laughs> thought so. seven. That chest! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he thought mentioned he is like, <laughs> they had a lot of very good story moments in Essex. So I agree. It, yeah. A lot of things, a lot of memorable things. And the, the soldier doesn't matter. Bastard is there, Daisy. So. Oh, that's what a god! <laughs> Encyclopedia, maybe that's yeah. yeah. All right, so um, next round uh, in the quarterfinals is the Midnight Masks versus Search oh, for Kadath. This this has to be an upset for me. There's, I love the Midnight Masks. Again, nostalgia, early experiences, but for me, Search for Kadath, I yeah. I would love to see the Search for Kadath win it all, man. I, I love that campaign a, a lot so of these much. have been this is like the non-standalone version of murder at the excelsior hotel versus carnival it's like the kind of old classic one versus like the new one that is like definitely better and more fun like <laughs> i mean and that one it was more arguable but this one like search for kadath is just so cool and so much of an awesome challenge i'm, I'm a huge fan of search for kadath yeah i is search for kadath like more brutal and solo or anything just because there's a lot of movement and stuff so i mean we've or is it, we've, or is it like mostly fine we've been doing it duo on the streamland streams that we've been doing and it was pretty it was very tough but we also maybe didn't pick like the absolute best characters for it i don't know and we're playing on yeah. hard yeah. and dropping us just get, does bring up a very I good point I, you don't get cats you just don't get cats in midnight masks <laughs> that is true midnight mask has zero cats yeah, and zero birds probably. Yeah, Bryce brought up a good point that uh, Search for Gath is a good scenario. Like you could play it on. That is true. Like, yeah, just because it has so much variety to it. Yeah, and it has a lot of variety in that. Like because you, you have the decision early on, like which location, which place to go to first, and like it, the ones that you choose to go to first, that makes a big difference. It just uh, because the timing is so tight on it. Like you have so little time, and like so many of the encounter cards are kind of like weird ancient evils that you have to like deal with a special way. It just really becomes this like clockwork puzzle where you have like maybe exactly enough clicks to get through it. That's super yeah. Cool. <laughs> Captain Ferenis does yeah. bring up a good point here. It's also Jim's time to shine. Absolutely, honestly, that honestly, these are like the scariest, some of the scariest skulls in in a lot of the campaigns. Like next to Depths of Yawk, oh, where yeah. like the lower you go, the more scary the skull gets and bathophobia and things. Like Jim can just shrug it off. He's just oh oh a negative I mind mean, modifier. No, <laughs> no, but but honestly, yeah. the the whole dream quest because beyond the gates of sleep and um, where the gods dwell also have really horrible That's true. skulls. Yeah. If you're if you're on hard mode, if you're on like standard, it's like yeah, whatever. But on hard mode, they're re- they're really terrible. Yeah, definitely nasty. Search of God has 
very dramatic though because it goes up oh, to yeah. nine or ten at the end if you're, if you're doing <laughs> well enough. And and you like definitely can't stop it just by like playing well. It's like well, I mean, if you're getting if you're doing well and you're getting well, all the signs, the skull is going to be oh, yeah. like really bad. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Uh, so winner there was in hey. fact search for Kadath. Uh, so an upset there. Nice. Um, last uh, matchup for the quarterfinals is the Pallid Mask versus Threads of Fate. Ooh, this one's going to be interesting. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Palette Mask, I just, I, I feel like I have better memories with that, with uh, trying to explore the catacombs, realizing we screwed up the pattern and made it really, like, a really long line by accident instead of a cool circle like, so you could kite stuff. <laughs> I just, and... that, the whole mechanic of, like, the procedurally generating the map, I feel like that's what ex- exploration in Forgotten Age was trying to do and just, like, didn't do quite as well. It's so cool and it works so well in Palette Mask. It's so simple and it just works. And uh, and that part at the end where you like meet the the stranger and you either like fight him or do the parley that's also super cool. Like the ending of it is great, just an amazing scenario. Until until he like yeah, randomly explodes into a cheap. monster that he's not supposed to explode into. Oh yeah, do you remember <laughs> oh, yeah. the, those those monsters that like chest burst out of humanoids? That's a cool mechanic. Yeah. Like I'd, I'd like to yeah. see that again. That's like a neat where like enemies can turn into other enemies. That's really cool. Yeah, that's definitely great. And, yeah, there's a weird bug where uh, uh, where the pallet mask can turn into one of those enemies that you have to have to kill them. Threads, you have to get the clues instead. I think. Yeah, threads is really good though. Like it is, it is a really cool scenario. Um, it has a lot of kind of like Arkham the Town stuff in it, which is always right, fun to go back right. to. It has like a lot of different ways it can shake out depending on like the randomness of which acts you get and everything. Like it, it is really really good. It makes sense that it got this far, but I, yeah, I like yeah. I definitely like Pallet Mask more. It has a lot of different locations based on the acts, and also like there's a lot of variety to it. Like, isn't there like twenty seven or something different act cards that you, you can get comboed into there? Some of them are randomized. Some of those are based on decisions. Yeah, so it definitely has a lot of reviewability. I there. feel like yeah, I feel for like sure. Threads of Fate was like like having library hour after like having gym class, you know, like gym class, you're just like sprinting around and like, you know, you're, you're, you're sweating. Everything is horrible. And then like you get this reprieve where you get, you get to walk around the town again and you're like, Oh, it's Arkham Horror, the card game. And you get to walk around and, and supplies aren't a thing. Don't worry about snakes. (laughs) And then, and then they're like, Oh, well you're going back there. And you're like, Oh, Okay. (laughs) Yeah, threads. Threads definitely very good, um, but it looks like Pallet Mask uh, took the W there. Hey, uh, which is pretty, you know pretty handily. So 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 here's what's interesting. So yeah, so so that last round because that's the end of this round. We had, uh, I guess that was we had two upsets: Search for Kadath upset Midnight Masks and Pallet Mask upset Threads of Fate. So what's interesting is we have one standalone, one Dunwich scenario, one Dream Quest scenario, and one Carcosa. It's true. Scenario. I was about to mention that. Yeah. So we, so for all the talk that like Carcosa was doing really well for a while, but at this point, there's not multiple scenarios that made it this far from any of the campaigns, which is kind of interesting. Is, is that right? Well, no. There's there's like two there's two Carcosa scenarios, right? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Just, you're right. Pallid Mask and Last King. No, no, no. Just last, just Last King last was King. in the quarterfinal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but 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 I'm saying like as of now, now that we're down to the top mm. four, there's only oh, yeah. one from yeah. Carcosa. So yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry, I was looking at I was looking at the original bracket still. All right. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, we are in the semifinals. Uh, we have Murder at Excelsior Hotel, seat number one, versus SS County Express, seat number four. Mm. Oh man, I, this is. I feel like Murder is like definitely a better scenario. 
Choo choo. Oh, I like I like the train so much. I'm very I know this this is the where it gets hard. The train just has parts. the simplicity to it. Look here. Here's what uh, the train map looks like. Location, 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 <laughs> location, location. That's all it is. The simplicity of it. It's beautiful. It's like Tetris or something. It's just like you look at it. You're like, oh yeah, that makes sense. I understand this. I'm trying to get from here to here. It's it's incredible. Yeah, the mur- the murder map is very big, uh, but. Uh, it's still cool. It has like the different floors that you're going down. Uh, I do have trouble arranging it perfectly because there's too many second floor locations. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I like. I mean, I like that train. Uh, it's pretty good. I mean, it is like it, yeah. You can definitely. I, I feel like almost for the moment alone, where like you have one more round than you've been expecting based on the pattern of the first couple cars, but then two cars disappear. That alone is enough of like a just a out of nowhere wrecking ball that it's like. I don't know. The hotel's really good too. Yeah. The hotel is really for, cool. For me, it's, it's like hotel, I, think. I would love to see. I'd love to see more scenarios that had like so many different outcomes at the end that like, you could just replay a lot, and it would be like different yeah. each time. Well, that's that's I think yeah. something that that uh, Nick Nick Corey br- uh, brought home even more kind of than uh, than Matt Newman did. He was like, I want to make sure that this is a scenario that you can just do that. You can if you play it three times, you'll never yeah. get the same same resolution. That is really yeah. cool. And it has some Def- neat dialogue. It has like some neat, the, the weird little like items that you find that like determine what the mystery is going to be are all kind of interesting. Yeah. I don't I, know. It, it's a tough re- one. Res- having to resist killing the cops and the civilians to like try to be like the good guy and not kill the innocent people. Uh, Cap- Captain Terminus, are you me? Because I had that exact same experience. <laughs> I jumped on Rita's back and I gunned down everything that moved in that, in that, uh hotel man it was it was the greatest experience oh this one's really close it it is close man it's it's 47 to 52 right now all right wow 52 percent it looks like uh it looks like train one man train wins the day by one vote vote. all the way all aboard all aboard those busters (laughs) oh no tickets please uh, <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna lose to a scenario, it, it's it's SX that is true. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, you gotta expect that. Yeah. Now leaving the All station. Right. So the other to the finals. <laughs> uh, uh, last no. semifinal matchup is Search for Kadav. Oh my god! Al- I hoped Alan it wouldn't Mask. come to this, man. Oh. I hoped it wouldn't come to oh. this. This is this is like oh the worst man. One so far, I think. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, cats versus theater. <laughs> Cats versus as catacombs, in chat, right? That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Cats versus catacombs. That's that's yeah. good too. Oh, cats versus oh, catacombs. This one's impossible. Uh, I don't know. We, we can't just make groaning noises for two. Oh minutes. man. <laughs> um, so yeah, search. They both have like, the search for Gadaf. Oh, I feel like geez. has maybe a little bit more strategy. Depending on your investigators you're doing, you can like try to just after you're on a replay, like might decide to go to one place or the other. Like there's the one place where you like play spells cheaper. It it um, kind of it has more replayability just by nature of being like a push your luck scenario where you can try to get as many signs as possible. Like those are always going to be like there's more of a reason to come back to them. But Palo Mask is just so perfect the way it is. Oh, it's so hard. Yeah, yeah. it is like. And I like the uh, I like the ending of Palo Mask too. Yeah, uh, like I didn't want to spoil it, but there's there's two different endings that are dramatically different depending on your decision, and both of them are pretty cool. Uh, yeah, oh, <sighs> man. 
trying to get all the victory in Pal Mask is also kind of hard. It's you, true. Like, yeah. You have the big ghost guy you have to deal with for a while, and a lot of those locations are very scary to stand on. There's the whole there's the pit in the ground that's specific to Pal Mask. That's too. right. Yeah, the hole in the ground. Uh, yeah, um, well, it could spawn yeah. you. You you fall in a hole, take a billion damage if you stay there. I do like the strategy of, like, if you can try to figure out how to lay out, like, it requires a little bit of luck, but you can try to make the map into, like, a circle so you can, like, kite the ghost. <laughs> yeah. Or, or you can try to make it, if you're going to kill the go- the big guy anyway, you try to make it as, like, dense as possible so the skull isn't really bad. You have, like, options. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. This one is, like, uh, super, super hard. I still haven't voted. I think I'm going to go for Pallet Mask, though, probably. Yeah. Kadath is very I know. cool. Like, all the locations I think are cool. It... Like the different, the different like themed yeah. enemies in each place. I can't look. Uh, and like, uh, it's I think very it's tough. Very either, tough. Either way, it's so cool that like out of all of the out of the fifty two scenarios that have been released in this game, one that came out in the last like six months is in the top four. Oh, and oh, oh and, no. and actually, oh my oh, no, god, no. Oh, how did you people do oh, this to us? No. We didn't have a plan for this. <laughs> You're going to make us look like idiots. Oh, no. Uh, well, we said we'd take Harrison to side. I don't know if he got his audio working. Can we, can, uh, can, we, like, can we, like, call, who, can we, like, call uh, Kanye West or something and be like, which of these things sounds cooler? He is not the or person to be like, making decisions we, here, like, Dan. Uh, can can we like pick a Korean baseball game that's like about to be played oh, and say like man. the winner is determined by the winner of that? I don't know. Okay, Archer. Right. No, Archer has a good we point. We decided we were going to make Harrison. Well, upsets win would what? mean that Kadath to... wins. I I because uh, we we have to. It has to be some actual legit way to decide. Given that this is like who goes to the finals. It's right? true. If just, it happened at any other stage, if it had been any a, other, yeah, if it had been a oh, tie man. earlier on, it would be like whatever. We'll just do something, but. So okay, uh, what what about what about um, oh, what can we do? <laughs> Ooh, someone in chat wants to duel somebody. All right, Ooh, Captain, I like that idea. That's really interesting. <laughs> can we uh, can we get that on stream really quick? <laughs> like, you have a camera handy? <laughs> uh, yeah, I I can. Uh, <laughs> uh, oof, it's, it's very tough. Oh my very god, tough. man! Um, when when percentage would be, would be a way to do it? What if? Uh, I mean, so so here's the thing: we have 38 viewers, and we only got 22 votes. What if we just like run it back again, and this time we like <laughs> beg everybody to vote? <laughs> Pseudonym has has a very <laughs> fair way of doing it. Yeah, bas- basically, if if we could pull a token from a chaos <sighs> bag somehow, make it like auto fail <laughs> or elder sign, whichever one is pulled, which. But then, well, that, and that kind of makes sense because I feel like in that sense, Pallid Mask is like the auto fail, and Search for Kadath is the Elder Sign, in a weird we, way. We, we we can do a repoll. We can do like a thirty second repoll. I'm against no. doing anything random. We're the, trying to rank stuff. The the no the repoll. I, I I think you're right. That we shouldn't do it because like if someone didn't vote, it means that they didn't really have a strong opinion. So like, yeah, you know. Uh, Harrison Harrison uh, said no, cats. Maybe, maybe that's fine. That, that would right. be against did, did Harrison make a vote? I, I didn't see him here or say oh. anything. Oh, Car- oh, he's got the cat. <laughs> I'll break the. I'll break the vote. All right, Her- oh, Harrison man. has picked cat. Well, what if we like? What if we hold both mythos packs in front of the cat and see which one the cat picks? <laughs> That's probably we probably can't do that oh, in the time that we man. have. The cat appears to want to leave. Yeah, <laughs> okay. All right. No, that's fine. We said Harrison would make the okay. uh, decide the vote. Yeah, he picked a cat. So search for the cat. That that's fine with me. Yeah. Uh, if anyone, if to... any, 
if anyone is upset, I'm sorry. Next time, vote harder so we don't have a tie. You know, I don't know. Click, <laughs> click, click the button harder and make a bigger vote so that we have like decimals instead of whole numbers. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so final rounds uh, after much much oh, contention uh, is going to be Essex County Express versus the Search for Kadaf. Wow. Uh, both both oh, very good man. scenarios uh, you guys you guys laughed at me rounds. when i said that the train was going all the way <laughs> to the station when i said oh, all no. aboard choo it's train choo. versus boat you were like uh dan's just being an idiot but uh here <laughs> here we are oh you know? man I mean, this is it this is this is for all the beans folks oh yeah all the all the uh, marbles i was gonna say to put a slightly longer timer but we got we got two minutes uh to decide yeah, uh train versus moving Train versus cats. There aren't that many. There aren't that many cats featured in Kadath. Oh. Are, there, are there just in like the first area? It's just the first there are, area. There's, like a, yeah. there's a the, manticore. It's like a cat. In the like setup text, there's like a lot of stuff probably about there's, it. Yeah, there's a lot of cats going on. Uh, I don't know. I, damn, I like them a lot. I like this them is a lot. this one is really 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 hard. I think I'm gonna go with Essex County Express just because. I, don't do it, Dan. I feel like Search for Goth is like a better is like I a better like scenario. I have I do have like very good nostalgic memories of of Train. Um, but I feel like objectively, Kadath is like much more interesting. There's a lot more strategic choices. Like Train, you're just trying to run to the end. Well, Kadath, but that's like, but that's the beautiful. It's like Mario. It's like you just have to get to the castle at the end of the level. Like that's the simplicity of it. It's not like, oh, you have to explore the map and collect all of the honeycombs and the guard towers <laughs> and the like. It's 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 like the simplicity is really powerful in in Essex County Express. Yeah, I, there there is something to be said for that. I can agree there. Uh, like, which which do I want to go back and play more if I can just play one scenario? I guess maybe that's what I'm thinking. It's probably train because if I want to play just one scenario, I probably don't want to hang out for three hours and do that. <laughs> and like have to get down to the end and be like, okay, so if we <sighs> if we get rid of the Maga bird this way, and then you go over here and get these clues, and we debate it for like forty five minutes. That does happen with with Kadath with train. We're just like, oh, go man. forward. What are you but doing? Kadath, it's still pretty close. Search for Kadath is like books. one of my favorite still- counter cards. Wondrous Lands, as horrible as it is. It's like such a perfectly flavorful card because you just get you get lost in how amazing yeah. the 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 place around you is. Like you're exploring like kingdoms, you're yeah. walking around towns, you could be hanging out with cats that you just let doom occur oh, and just because of your sheer enjoyment and, of where you are. And and we've we've got results. We've the, we the did search it. for Kadath comes Ooh. out on top. Oh man, yeah, I, and and this is very contentious oh, because we had the tie vote break to yeah, get Search for the Math uh, in here. I, I feel like in the end, the, the, the ours are not having a good enough way to break that tie. Ended up uh, putting a casting a casting a little bit of a pall over this whole thing. But hey, I think all four of these final four scenarios are like among the best four that they've made in the game so far, and it's like you know I'm I'm pretty happy that all these got here. Absolutely, you know? yeah, yeah. Oh man, I. It's, it's also like we we could have done a third and fourth place matchup between uh, the hotel and Pallid Mask, and I guess we still could. I kind of feel like because Pallid Mask only got knocked out by basically a a, a pet animal cat tiebreaker, <laughs> uh, like I feel like we should I feel like it should, we should give it third place. Yeah, kind of, yeah, I think that's fair. <laughs> I think that I mean I think honestly all of these could have been first place and. 
all of them could just could just yeah. have a joint <laughs> joint victory. But here's 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 what we've learned today, folks. Democracy is hard. Uh, <laughs> Arkham Horror: The Card Game is a pretty good game, and it has a lot of good scenarios. And choo uh, choo 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 forever. It's true. <laughs> even you know even. That you got to be. The, it's, it was a little engine that could, and it didn't quite make it to the end. But uh, you know, choo choo. <laughs> so I mean, still, still the very top fun. five we have here are uh, so it goes: uh, Search for Gaddaf, Essex County Express, uh, Pallid Mask, Murder at the Excelsior Hotel, and the fifth one might. Why? Why top, I, I top four? I'm sorry, top yeah. four. Top how, five is harder to figure out. <laughs> yeah, how do you? How? Why would you pick five? Like, <laughs> four makes more sense. You're right. Anyway, well, I mean, isn't isn't like the one that loses to the first place? Isn't that become fifth? Is that how brackets work? I don't think no. there's really a good. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Who, who cares? Oh, we're not. We're not, uh, <laughs> we're not. We're not giving out prize money or anything. Right. But yeah. Um, so I mean, yeah, that was it for a bracket. Uh, that, there it is, folks. We did it. <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks so much to everybody for uh, for voting along and helping us make these decisions. As you can tell from listening to us, we are great at arguing about things, but very bad for actually coming up with a decision on various topics. So thank <laughs> thank you very much for helping us. Uh, thank you very much for watching the stream. And uh, yeah, we had a fantastic time doing this. We had a really good day at. FarkumCon, I saw like a Silent Hill event. Uh, somebody's making like a, a custom Silent Hill scenario. Uh, I think it, uh, Team Covenant did a run through of uh, uh, consternation on the constellation. Uh, and there's so much more FarkumCon to come. Uh, so if you guys haven't haven't uh, put in put in your registrations for different events, do so. There's a lot of cool stuff, including Jeremy Zwern and Matthew Newman over hanging out with the Mythos Busters on Saturday night. Uh, so that'll that'll be a great time. Um, Saturday or Friday? Uh, oh no, you're right. It's it's eight thirty tomorrow night, I believe. Uh, and yeah. um, Saturday night we'll be hosting a game show. That's what I was thinking of at uh, nine mm. Eastern Standard Time, where uh, two teams. I'm sorry, at six Standard Time. Oh, we're... <laughs> Six daylight time, <laughs> but six, it's, been long, it's, been, it's been a long bracket. It's been an emotional it, it, roller coaster. Six six o'clock uh, Eastern time. Six p.m. East, yeah. Eastern time. Uh, two teams will go head to head to see which will triumph in the Farkham feud. So these are this is uh, data collected from over a hundred people who responded about questions like how many of you stole the luggage, how many of you uh, completed a campaign discovering all of the glyphs, and. Uh, you know, all the things that you can discover there. Um, come hang out with us then if you feel like helping us uh, make cool content like this. Consider cons- supporting our Patreon we mentioned earlier. Follow us on Facebook. Continue listening wherever you guys listen to podcasts. Uh, until then, we'll catch you next time. 